0: Ooh, you didn't tell me you were a brainiac.
1: We are live, baby, and welcome in to Leather Brains. Your host here, Slapdog, and man, do I have a full house we got all the boys here today we got scotty yeti and alan here we are all live we are all together Mm, for this very special episode it doesn't it usually Mm. doesn't ever happen but i'm excited to have all of us here it's been a journey but we finally made it don't don't get used to this brainiacs this is something we're actually going to the nfl draft which is actually very very exciting for us scotty and i will be going down there Make sure that you're following us over on Instagram because we will be going live, doing some street interviews, among many other things, and, and we feel like you would really enjoy some of the things we're going to be doing down there as far as content is concerned, so make sure you're following us over there, as well as, of course, Twitter. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Yeah. How are we doing?
0: good man as a people's champ uh thanks to all of our brainiacs yeah, it feels whatever. pretty good <laughs> to have Bullshit. that honor for the year or however long
1: we uh, rigged to hold Bullshit. That. yeah i think every ten thousand followers we get on social media we should just run the poll again just to see if it, you know people's opinions change i, mean,
0: I
2: yeah. also think I'm, i was at a disadvantage because i'm not on every episode people haven't had People haven't been exposed to me, you
0: know. Make I think, time for the podcast. I need to expose. My,
2: I do it. I, I don't even start with me, bro.
0: <laughs> Make time for the brain. Don't I even brain. start with me. I Although, think that was a. I
3: think that was a name thing. Like you just see the name Yeti, and you're like,
2: yeah. I'm, I'm
3: gonna vote for that because his name is Yeti. We that's a strong name. It's, it's a, a cool, good nickname. A cool it was slanted. Yeah. I want to tell myself I had nothing to do with anything other than that.
1: Did you were you did you have something like backdoor conversations with some people and were like hey like vote for me
3: no i didn't actually it was very honest i think golfing matt and i discovered we just voted for ourselves and that was the only votes we <laughs> had know, at the time damn. that was it that I was all I we got had Like
1: three votes total you guys forgot to get on your burner accounts i yeah. said so, yeah yeah well we're here um i it was a journey i want to i want to talk about something before we get into talking about football so Just to let everybody know, we are going to talk about football, of course. We have a lot to talk about. He who shall not be named was finally traded. Mm. We have some suspension news that we need to cover here. And then we're going to talk about the draft. It is upcoming. Have some conversations about that. But I want to talk about a tweet that I sent yesterday. Because I I wanted to kind of defend myself. It was more knocking on me for not defending a gentleman. Mm. Um, If you didn't see the tweet, I was at the airport traveling here to see you guys. And. There was this guy, we were sitting at the little waiting area at the airport. It's pretty late at night, and he's watching the basketball game on his phone. And the game is over. He swiped up to get out of there and he's sitting next to his <laughs> girlfriend or his wife. I don't know. X. X, probably. <laughs> ex. Yeah, 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 no. And she saw that he had an OnlyFans account on his oh. phone. He had the OnlyFans app downloaded and. I'm like I'm sitting like three seats away from these people, and I was like, because uh, she goes, I could hear it, she's like, "Is that OnlyFans?" And he was like, and I'm like, I, I don't want to like be apparent that I'm like I'm reading my book and I'm kind of looking over and I'm like, oh shit, this guy just got busted for OnlyFans. This is kind of interesting, and so I'm trying not to look like I'm paying attention. And I'm like, what's this guy gonna say? And he's like, yeah. Ooh, he goes wrong answer. It I I. And he started stuttering and he's like, I, I didn't mean to have this. He goes, oh. it was on Instagram and I clicked on it and it a te- took me to this. And I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, you just fucking what fell, And your, your finger hit the download you button. For he, this? Re-
2: he reads Playboy for the articles. too. Late. Yeah,
1: I'm sure he does. Right. He goes but, to Hooters for the wings. So <laughs> so I tweeted this out and then everybody's like, yo, defend him. Say, yeah, that happened to me, too. Yeah, and I was like, I should have. I should have done that. But then I started thinking about it more and like he was making a bigger scene than she was. And I was like, Mm. for that, I didn't want to say anything because I was like, dude, I felt kind of bad for the girl because not only did she catch him, but then he's like, she's trying to remain calm and quiet because we're in a fucking airport and Mm. he's screaming. He's like yelling and he's like freaking out. And I'm like, dude, why are you freaking out? You just got caught looking at titties. Yeah. yeah paying Potentially. for it. not even looking at uh, paying yeah. for it. which is that's worse
2: extra shameful because yeah. it's like you, this is the internet era this is 2023 yeah. you could just google
1: t- yeah you
3: could like i think ai is just making titties yeah. you could yeah, just yeah. go on okay. ai titties you yeah, ever exactly. seen hentai yeah <laughs> i think the correct answer for all our listeners too and all of us sitting here if you get caught with something like in that so she said "Does is that only fans the correct answer is What's OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is the question, what it is. So you'd be like, how do you know what it is? <laughs> like, just what I heard. Paying for a recipe. I, yeah. know I was to get with this. This is my account. This is how I'm raising money for. I'm 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 donating it all to the
1: needy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: raising money for cancer patients with
3: well, my
1: butthole. It gets even worse. N- not this. I, that was the end of it. I I got All right, I walked off because we were boarding the plane and. They were still sitting down. I had a pretty early boarding group, and I look over, and I was just like, I felt so sad for this woman because she's on the phone, like turned away from him, kind of pissed off, and he's just like, he just looks mad, and I'm like, what are you, what are you mad for? Like, because you got caught? He's mad at himself. Yeah, he probably mm-hmm. was. He's a dummy. Self-loathing. The, this whole trip, though, to get here was insane. So I had that happen, but the Uber ride here to get to, so I got in late last night. I'm staying with you, Scotty, and I had taken Uber to get here and so i call an uber or i i you know once i get my bag i i say uber come pick me up and it says it's 20 minutes away i'm like son of a gun it's late at night i'm tired i had to work today whatever so i click download all right click accept so it gets to the point where this guy is almost to the airport and i'm tracking him and it's like three minutes out two minutes out i'm like okay i need to get up and walk outside to where the door is where it says he's gonna pick me up so I walk out there and I'm standing there. This guy's driving a black Toyota Highlander. And I'm like, okay, I know what I'm looking for, right? So I'm looking around. I don't see him anywhere. And I'm like, where the hell does this guy? Where is he? So I start walking up and down the line, right? And, and this is the Omaha airport. So for those of you who are not very familiar, it's a very small airport. The pickup and drop-off area is the same. It's the same place. So yeah. for Ubers, you roll in, you grab your people, you leave very very easy. This is not Vegas.
3: You damn near just pick him up from the plane in Omaha. Yeah, pretty much. You're pretty much just still on the plane
1: in the, yeah. the car there. They just they yeah. roll up grabbing leave. So I'm like, where is this guy? So this uh, I walk up and down this area like three different times and this this girl is sitting on a bench just laughing at me because she sees like the confusion that I have is I'm not finding this guy. And it says he's here. And I'm like, where he's not fucking. Here. Where is he? Like I know what a black Toyota Highlander is, the big ass SUV. He's not here. And then on my phone, it shows that like he picked me up and we're starting to leave. (laughs) And I'm like, am I getting scammed right now? I'm like, this is a bunch (laughs) of shit. So I'm like, "Okay, um, what the hell's going on? And at this point, I start to get a little skeptical. And I'm like, this guy is scamming like it's some sort of scam or something. I'm going to have to deal with Uber as a company and tell them, hey, look, I got ripped off. I never had this. And so I'm I'm walking back towards the door and I'm like, I'm going to call him. So I click call. And it's this guy I could be, it was like every other word I could I could hear. And he's like, I'm here and I'm like, no, you're fucking not. I'm standing right where you're supposed to pick me up. And I look over and he's in the parking garage waving at me with his hands up in the air and I'm like, OK. And so I walk over there and I throw my throw my bag in the back in the trunk where he's got it open and I get in the back seat. Typically, I get in the front seat. I like to talk to people and I'm like, I'm not in the mood. I'm tired. I want to go home. Like, just take me where I need to go. So I get in the back seat. And he gets in, and before we even leave, he turns to me and he says, "How much is this ride?" I was like, "I I don't know." I was like, and I told him that I'm like, "I don't know," and I'm like, "You're the driver, can't you look?" And he's like, "How much did you pay for this Uber?" And I was like, Damn, I, "I don't know, that's dude." That's concerning. He yeah, doesn't know it, how much he's getting. That's well. So that was the whole thing. He's just driving I, for free. So I I was like, I, I don't know, and he's like, "Well, look in the app; it shows you right there." Mind you, this this he's man making is making
2: a lot of demands at 1 a.m.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. And so I was like, ah, OK, and so I pull, you know, I pull out my phone. I look at it and I'm like, it's like thirty thirty two dollars or something. And I'm like, it's 32, whatever. And he's like, OK, you need to Venmo me. And and at this point, we had started driving like he pulled out and he's like he said, cash app. he because you need to cash App me. I said, I, I don't have cash app. And I was like, also, what, why? And he's like, I'm only getting paid $12 for this ride to take you 30 minutes away from the airport. And that's not worth it for me. So I need you to, to cash at me. I said, I don't have cash app. dude." And he's like, mind you, this guy has a very thick, he's speaking broken English, right? He's a, a very large African man and he is speaking very broken English. And so I'm like, well, I don't have cash app. And I'm like, and he's like, okay, you got Venmo. I was like, no, I don't have Venmo. He goes, come on. And I was like, no, I, I don't have Venmo. And I did have Venmo, but I didn't want a Venmo. And I no. said, I was like, why is this guy doing this? And he's like, so I want he wanted me to cancel the ride on Uber yeah. so I could just pay him the full yeah. outright. He's like, Uber screws us drivers yep. because they take all this money. And I'm like, that, you're oh, the one problem, fucking man. driving <laughs> yeah, Uber,
2: dude. You're the one working for
1: him. right? Yeah. So I was like, ah, do you give it, him your only fans? No, I should up. Mm. But uh, so we keep driving and he's like, I had somebody pick me up and or I picked up somebody and took them all the way to Lincoln and they did it for me. He's like, you want to see? And he shows me that he's like, he pulls up his Venmo as if I didn't like believe him. And he's like, see this right here? And I'm like, yeah, I don't have Venmo. I don't I don't know how this works. And he's like, he goes, you got cash? I was like, I have ten dollars in cash in my pocket. Is that what you want? He's like, no, I was like, "Okay." I was like, then you're going to get your twelve whatever dollars. So we keep rolling. Right. And I didn't say anything to him because I didn't want to talk. So I was sitting in the backseat to begin with. And I feel like like it's midnight, it's dark out in the city and he's got the little shades on in the window like he's got them pulled up and he's, his windows are tinted. And I'm like, I legitimately thought that there was a chance I was going to get robbed here. So I like undid the little curtain thing on the window and I'm I'm just riding along and and then the narrative completely changes and i he said you know where are you from and so we kind of started talking i was like oh man like this guy's just trying to get a bug he's from west africa he's got his him and his wife and his kid live here and he he was working for a tech company as a contract worker and ended up the contract was over he didn't get hired and you know he's between work right now and so he's like we, we had this very very meaningful passionate conversation where i was he was like He's got his master's degree, but it's it's back from his home country and it doesn't count here, so to speak. So we're having this very in-depth conversation. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm not going to school here again. He goes, I'll just save it for my kid and have a better life for him. And I'm like, man, what a cool thing for this guy to do. Right. And then we get to the entrance of of your um, your neighborhood.
2: And he asked you for the ten dollars.
1: No, no. <laughs> he then he, you. he stopped. Oh, he basically oh, stopped he driving you. like I could have gotten out and walked faster than he was driving. Mind you, I've been in the car for 30 fucking minutes. I'm tired. I want to get home. And he starts screaming. What? What? Yeah, he starts screaming. Yeah, he was like screaming and he's because he saw a deer. (laughs) No, there was no animal. No, he just he was driving like maybe two miles an hour and he starts talking real low like and he's like, (laughs) yeah. And he's like, like, he's angry. And I was like, okay, man, like, I I don't I just I want I want to get to this fucking place. And I know this neighborhood, like my, the back of my hand. I know where to go. I mean, just fucking go. And he starts talking all low. And mind you, I was like, I'm going to leave this guy a really good tip. So I, I, at, the, I, at the end of this, I want you guys' advice. Because I was going to leave him a pretty good tip. Because I was like, man, he's just struggling. He's trying to get by. And I, I get that. And then he started like talking all low. And like I said, I couldn't understand what the fuck this guy was saying. Because he had such a thick accent. And he didn't know English very well. So like you ever talk to somebody who doesn't have doesn't know English very well. And you oh, kind of talk yes. louder yep. and you like space yep. out your words. That's what I was doing. And he was all pissed off. And he's like, Uber is fucking me over. And Uber is 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 not taking care of their drivers. But he, he doesn't know all those words. So he's just saying Uber. And then he started screaming and he's like mad. And he's like screaming and yelling Man. about how the world is all fucked up. I was like, dude, just take me yeah, some fucking going through it. Yeah. And so I I finally got to your house and I was like, get me the fuck out of this car. And I got out and I get in your house, I'm trying to be quiet, it's late. And I get into my room and I pull out my phone charger. I'm about to go to sleep and I look and he texted me at 11.50. Mind you, I hadn't even gotten in the car at 11.50. Like I had just ordered the Uber and it was probably 10 minutes away at this point. And this guy is like, he texts, he sends two texts and they're in like five minute spaces. So the first one's 11.50 and it says, I'm not picking you up. I'm going to sleep. I was like, oh fuck. (laughs) And then the next text, five minutes later, mind you, before I even got in the car, said thanks for the tip. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? So I'm I'm in a weird place where I don't know what to do because you have to rate your Uber driver, rate your trip, and Mm -hmm. then you potentially leave them a tip. I feel really bad because this guy doesn't have a job. And so he's kind of doing this on the side. But I also feel like if I was a woman. That would be the last place I would want, like one of my like my girlfriend to get in the car, or a wife, or a significant other. Like that would be the last place. So I'm I'm really at a crossroads, and I'm I'm curious for you guys' opinion. Like, should I, should I just report this dude to Uber? Should I give him five bucks and just get on with my life? Like, what do you guys think I should do? Let me ask you
2: this question: What is the over under that if you don't tip him? He comes back to my house.
1: See, and I thought I legitimately had that thought. I had that thought. And I was like, if I if I give this guy one star and and like because I'm assuming if I put that on Uber, they're going to like ban his account or something because you're not supposed to like cancel your Mm rides So you can just take the profit for yourself. Yeah, you're not supposed to skim. Yeah, that's in their Mm -hmm. contract. Yeah. So if I do that, he'll probably lose his Uber thing. And then I thought if I do that. Well, it's not my house. It's Scotty's house. But no, then Scott. I was like, "That's my friend. I don't want him coming back here because he dropped me off here." Was,
3: was he gonna do come back and
1: just yell really loud? I don't know, man. Wow. I have never felt like as a I am not a good looking male. I'm a big old dude. Oh, hush. and I, what? I legit. <laughs> I was, I was just stating facts. Uh, that was the first time I was ever like, something's gonna happen to me.
0: Well, it's kind of fucked too because he's trying to throw himself a pity party. Like I'm not from here. I just do this on the side. Like they don't pay me well enough so yeah. can you tip me on the side like that's his own problem and he's trying to put it on you like i don't think it's your place to tip him and give him the best review like uh, if anything and, but if he was a good driver i probably just would have tipped him yeah, right. exactly if he, he would have just done his job, job and
2: been friendly or even just silent like to be an uber driver and to be a successful uber driver anything anything in the service industry all you have to do is be polite and in a good mood. Oh, I haven't smoked a cigar in a while. Even if you fuck up. Like, I think of, like, a waitress. (laughs) Even if a waitress fucks up, if she's polite and nice and enjoyable to be around or has an OnlyFans, like, all of those things make you happy as a customer. So just don't scream at your customers and tell them you're going to sleep and canceling the ride, and that's that's pretty low bar.
1: So do I I give them a one star? Because I felt like, like I said, I'm a big dude, I'm not a female, but I wouldn't feel comfortable with somebody else. That I, mm. I like a female getting in that car, and not even a I male, think, like any of my friends.
3: Yeah, I don't know. You can can you report him without giving like and not give him.
1: I don't know. I didn't look that far because I was afraid that if I open the Uber app, it like jumps out at you every time, and you're like, mm. you need to. I would say he's
3: just going through it. I don't think he was a threat to anybody. He must have just you, I don't know. You, you leave him. him. I would just move on. But do, do I tip him? Yeah. I still tip him.
0: Give him like a
1: dollar. Or two. Yeah.
0: Give him a couple bucks.
1: Okay. 20%, he got you. Got months, years, he got so. you here. He got. He did his job. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. did get me here, but it, it wasn't the best. It was not the best. <laughs> like, and then <laughs> when we got so close, where I was like, "I'm home free." Then he slowed down, and I was like, "Dude, if you just fucking drove at the speed limit, you would be dropping your your people off a hell of a lot faster." Yeah, and we'd confusing. be done that's confusing yeah um
2: it also he accepts the ride beforehand
1: that and see that
2: was my other thing so I don't understand how he's like he's like oh this is 30 minutes away it's the middle of the night I don't want to do it I'll just go ahead and accept it and do it that <laughs> he, was, he, was,
3: he was probably banking on because I I mean I have been in rides where people have asked me to do that but I say like oh I need a ride later give me your phone give me your phone number I'll text you and then you when I need a ride, it? and then I no, and then I just give him like because like if I go out somewhere like, we go to the bar. Oh, Obviously, okay. I'm going to need a ride home. Yeah. And so I say, how hey, light, are you going to be out? And they say, well, so-and-so, I'll be out till, till this. And I was like, all right, well, I'll text you, and then I'll just pay you directly instead of going through uber they're like all right yeah that's cool because then i save money so do you have like a list on your phone is like Ooh, i do have uber a ton of numbers yeah I just have them all over. text
1: them all and be like hey yeah. someone want to come pick me why, up
2: why don't you text them and or maybe call one of them and we can get their opinion on this matter
1: True. <laughs> yeah maybe why don't you call that guy let's yeah, get let's him get, <laughs> no no, he, no obviously guys. Knows,
3: he obviously he obviously knows the area mm-hmm. i yeah, that's true he does just be like, hey do you want to come over and and just and chat? spit the shit just for a second
1: you have open can you yell into the mic for 30 minutes you won't understand what he says like, i'm just being honest what's like funny is
3: can... what's funny is when you know uber they are they're not actually employees you know that they're not actually employees they don't get benefits they're or contractors cool. they're contractors that's fucked they, they sign contracts so yeah. uber technically doesn't actually employ a
1: lot of people but they make a shit ton yeah, of money on because people. they're all
3: contractors
2: well and it's Damn. also people talk about oh they're it's not hot. treating the drivers right but it's a pretty freaking sweet gig if you're just like oh, i'm bored on the weekends i can go make i think
3: it's know, good for extra money. dollars yeah right. i don't <laughs> think it's good for
2: I mean you're not going to get rich doing it but if you're looking for a little bit of extra money here and there like
1: yeah you just have to of have so nice many car. people do it
2: so you know that you know that they're relatively happy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean it's just for like I, I look at it as kind of like you said like something for extra cash. I'm not looking at it as like Yeah, so I would just give him his five stars.
3: Give him a tip. You might change his you might make his day.
1: uh I think I'm going to give him three stars. Cuz that was oh. the quality of service I felt like I got.
2: Uh, based on what you described it sounds like negative stars. Well no. Start
1: locking your house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My house is lost. i got two german shepherds i got a bunch of guns
1: oh he can ooh, bring it on okay, okay. well i don't want to threaten a guy <laughs> he just probably listens to the I'm, podcast I, but...
2: I, I i'm sure he does because everybody who's worth anything does but yeah. i'm just stating out loud bring it up okay <laughs> it's not
1: the right, so then so then you feel like i because i was gonna give him three stars weighing like wasn't the worst wasn't the best he wouldn't show up to your home but you'd feel comfortable with me giving him one star and you're just fine with that because I'm staying with you.
2: If I were in your shoes, I mean, it's definitely less comfortable because he goes to he went to my house. Yeah. But <laughs> if I were in your shoes, I probably yeah would give him one star.
1: Okay. So I got one star. I got five star Yeti. Break the middle.
0: I think you got to go three stars just to be fair with them. Okay. He might have been having a bad day, and I mean, after a bad day, we all vent a little bit, you know. He was
1: he was on something. <laughs> I, man. Just,
2: I think that there is a standard of human behavior that he was well below
1: probably yeah I would but see maybe that's his culture maybe they are just loud and, and boisterous and demanding I don't maybe, know maybe I don't know I, I wasn't a fan of it <laughs> especially at midnight yeah. when I'm just trying to go to sleep what, but, what countries are
2: in West Africa
1: I, I I wanted to ask him and I did not ask him yeah no aren't you are you're supposed to the producer you're supposed to pull up all the bullshit I don't have my computer we're doing this outside
2: by the way we're outside so if you hear birds or sounds like we're at the children. that's
1: yeti <laughs> <laughs> um okay while you're looking up West Africa, let's uh let's move on here. Let's talk about a little bit of news.
0: Here is your unsolicited news.
1: First piece of news here. We have guys we can finally I don't want to say his name. I, I hey, do Aaron. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, feels finally, oh, former Packers quarterback um, has been traded to the jets This is healthy get it out is it is it healthy so it the hole was what i think to be pretty significant here but the hall was the packers received the 13th overall pick the 42nd pick a six round pick and a 2024 second that turns into a first if aaron rodgers plays 65 percent of the season which is unless he gets injured a no-brainer we'll start with you yeti what are your, what are your thoughts on this trade that has finally happened. You know, we've talked about Aaron Rodgers almost too much on this
0: podcast. So, um, I, I mean, I've talked about Aaron Rodgers and Nauseam, at least last offseason. I said that Aaron Rodgers was kind of, he was on that cusp of almost being washed, and he was almost being a game manager type of quarterback now that he's in his late 30s. And I, I still hold that sentiment going into this season. I know a lot of people are hyped for the Jets' offense. Uh, yes, they got an upgrade at quarterback. I mean, anybody was an upgrade over Zach Wilson. But keep in mind, Aaron Rodgers is still 38, 39 years old. He's going to manage the game, and you know that's great and everything. But is he really going to add that much benefit to this team? So you think you think the Packers won the trade? Yeah. Yes, I do. Um, I mean, look, they got they upgraded their first-round pick. They probably get a first round pick next year, um, and they they free up a lot of cap space too to utilize And the NFC North. That's going to be wide open.
1: I uh, what are your? I mean, what do you guys think about this, Alan and Scotty? Do I, you guys have opinions? Yeah, I think everybody wants to
3: evaluate the trade in real time, which I get right because there's there's assets being mm-hmm. moved around. I think if you're the Jets, what are you hoping to get?
1: Mm-hmm. Super Bowl
3: ring. You're well, yeah, right. So, but as we know. It is very random. There's a lot of variables that play into getting that Super Bowl. You have to know the script writers. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's in our favor lately. The But if you're the Jets, I would say, like, you know you have a two-year window, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe just one year. And I think if in this year, he even gets them to, like, the AFC title game. I think, which is a real possibility. If you look at, like, where Jacksonville was last year. Yeah. It was a very real possibility that they can get there. They have the defense to do it. So I think it really depends on the season they have overall. And I think if you're the Jets, what you're hedging on is you have somebody that has won, is a winner, knows what he's doing, which is a hell of an upgrade from what they had last year. And they didn't have like the rest of the team around them isn't bad. Mm -hmm. It's really good, as we talked about, like there's a lot of weapons there. So I would say we evaluate it as the year goes on. I would say if you're the Jets, you're heavily leveraged against immediate success, which is like really, really hard to do. So it was a lot to give up i feel like for a very short window of opportunity i would say it's trending the packers way but let's say the jets make the afc title game and like win it or let like they lose on a last second field goal i would say the jets would be like that was a pretty damn good season mm-hmm. you know the we weren't even sniffing this last year so i think like that window of success is going to what's going to contribute to it also they're going to get butts in the seats. They're going to get a hell of a lot more primetime games. There's really going to be a lot going on for that, you know, that that area around the stadium and for those fans. So I think that's, I think that's also impactful. So TBD. But I think yet to Yeti's point, I think if you're betting on who's going to break ahead of this, it's going to be the Packers.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just think that I think that the Jets are going to massively improve and they're already a great team. The problem is, is that the competition that they're going to be facing is significantly more than what Aaron Rodgers is used to. So the, the measure of success with the Jets is way different than it was with the Packers, because now you're, you're going to be scratching and clawing every single game. So I think you're going to see some improvement, but I don't know if that'll translate to their record.
1: What I find to be interesting, and I'm curious as to everybody's thoughts here, is do we feel as if the Jets overpaid? because we already knew, like we knew that Aaron they didn't want Aaron Rodgers and by they I mean the Packers like they were actively looking to move him they signed him to this massive contract full of a ton of money and then here they are the following years you know saying without saying we don't want him anymore like we're, we're ready to move on to the Jordan Love era so you Could you not, as the Jets organization, almost pigeonhole them because you look at it and yeah, Aaron Rodgers could go to another team, but does any other team want Aaron Rodgers? Is any other team ready to compete at the level that the Jets believe that they are? And I think that they are like, we know that they have a legit defense. Their offense last year was incredibly successful minus the quarterback position. So they're trending in that direction. They were one of the teams that, and I talked about it in the, at the start of last season, you want to look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers you know Tom Brady I said Tom Brady was I was rooting for him to go to the Jets because the Jets are one of the most contending teams minus a quarterback what about that offensive line though in the offensive line but they're probably gonna draft an offensive lineman or two they're probably out of five I don't think the offensive lineman is terrible but I think yeah I mean we could bring that up but my point being is what other teams were really interested in Aaron Rodgers, and and that is where I think maybe the Jets potentially could have overpaid. Well, because the, the
2: other side to that though is what else were they going to do, right? They, you know, they're not going to get one of the top three guys in the draft. You know, what else are they going to do? They're one quarterback away from potentially being a great
1: team. What about Lamar Jackson?
2: Yeah, I mean, I have been advocating for Lamar for a long time, so I I think that that might be might have been a good move, but they're going to have to overpay for him too.
1: Yeah. So I think I would have
0: rather overpaid for Lamar Jackson because I know that I get him for at least probably three seasons I mean health concerns yes but we know that he is still in the prime of his career whereas Aaron Rodgers for the last like three four seasons he's been threatening retirement
1: yeah and so yeah. like what does he do there like I, did they did they buy him for a year mm-hmm. and then he just is like fuck this I'm done so.
0: there's a real
2: possibility
3: I think so I think you also gotta look at cap concerns they have they have a lot of young people they're gonna have to start paying soon and if they throw Lamar onto that heat that's gonna really hamstring mm-hmm. them long term well, I think they knew it's also kind of the butterfly effect like if they can like from a business standpoint, if you can, if you can show that it can work with a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, let's say they have that success, I think it makes it very attractive moving forward. And who knows who's available in well, two years? It also for makes it, also also it more grab.
2: attractive for Aaron Rodgers if they end up having right. success and they're just a couple plays away from you know achieving the things that they think they can achieve. I think Aaron Rodgers comes back. I think I think he retires if the season goes really bad or if there are injuries.
0: I have a quick question. So two, three years ago, the Jets drafted Zach Wilson, what, number two in the draft? What if we go back two years and the Jets trade the number two pick for Aaron Rodgers? What do we think about that trade
1: then? Well, then I think it would have been a much better alternative for the Jets because you you have a younger Aaron Rodgers. And granted, those conversations will still be happening where he says, I might leave, I might stay, I don't know. But you have a younger Aaron Rodgers but then you also look at that team, I don't think they were ready either. Like yep. you look at it, they didn't have Garrett Wilson, they didn't have Brees Hall. They didn't have some of those offensive pieces. Their defense was not nearly as good as it is now. So mm-hmm. that like they weren't ready to make that move at that time. Yep.
2: But if they could have avoided getting Zach Wilson and got well, Travis yeah. a pretty good deal. <laughs>
1: yeah. Here much no matter what. Here's I I have and I know we're going to talk about the draft here in just a little bit, but there have been rumors that some of these quarterbacks are going to fall just a little bit. Mm-hmm. What if somebody what if a quarterback? I mean, the Jets now have the what fifteenth overall pick yep. as, as part of the acquisition deal for Rodgers. What if a quarterback's sitting there at fifteen? Mm. Do you think I think like a quarterback will? I don't think the quarterbacks they want will. Yeah,
2: uh, and I, th- I think they they have to address the offensive line. Like, if they if they want, yeah, to be Young, exactly.
3: Stroud, Richardson, Levis will all be gone yeah. before fifteen. Well, and then
2: I, I think Richardson. Uh, I, I was actually listening to a thing today that said Richardson might see a little bit of a slide between fifteen and twenty.
0: If Richardson goes to Seattle, I'd be pretty happy. But we'll talk about it. Even two of those four rookies aren't NFL
1: ready. No, no,
3: but But I have some thoughts. Well,
1: yeah, they're not NFL ready, which would make which would make the Jets just kind of fun because they could they could sit behind Rogers kind of like Jordan loved it for 60 years and then do something. Um. Yeti, did you have do you have any more to talk about as far as the Jets? Yes, are I do. So on Twitter, I threw up a poll question and I
0: asked our brainiacs where they thought Garrett Wilson, Wilson was going to finish this year in PPR leagues for fantasy. So a whopping forty-one percent of our brainiacs think he will finish in the wide receiver six to ten range. Where do you think he finishes this year? So I'll direct that at Allen first. I think I think that's actually where I voted too. Um, I. I
3: think the Rogers bump is going to be real for a lot of those players. I think he knows Rodgers falls in love with players. I think we've seen that over the years. Like he falls in love with targets. And I think if there's going to be a target he falls in love with, obviously it's going to be Garrett. Um, I, I think just off sheer volume and opportunities, he could get up there. Um, But I guess it depends. Like, I think Brees Hall is a very big component. I would love to see him get a lot of touches too, but I think that's a very appropriate spot for him to be just, off of
1: volume that he could see from Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Does Lazard concern you? I mm. mean, coming in and they're already familiar with each other, does no. that play any concern for Wilson? Uh,
3: I don't think so. I think he's going to, I think Wilson is just a, such a talent. I think he's going to notice right away that like, hey, if I get this dude, the ball, I'm going to have a lot of success. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is stupid, uh, but I do think just he's going to get a lot more, he's going to get a lot more opportunities to, to, to catch that ball more than, than Lazard will.
2: Yeah. It's also going to depend again on the offensive line. I mean, he's got to have enough time to throw. They have to have enough, they have to be able to threaten in different facets of the game in order for him to be able to perform at the highest levels and get within, you know, the top six wide receivers. So I think, I think top 10 is perfectly reasonable.
1: I've got him outside of it. I have him top 24 easily, but Mm I, I, um, and I, I, This is almost piggybacking off what you said the offensive line could that's a big topic of conversation i think they'll figure it out like i think that they'll draft a rookie they may even get two offensive line in the draft we'll see what happens but i think they're gonna aaron Rodgers needs time he's not a he's not a mobile guy we we know he's getting older he will move around in the pocket but he's not going to create space with his legs we know that Mm -hmm. Um, so that is a topic of conversation but i also think that it is going to take them a little bit longer to get comfortable with each other in this new offense Granger's old OC is there, so that kind of helps out a little bit as well. But um, I think it's going to take a little bit of time. So I've I've got I think Garrett Wilson is a great own, especially for dynasty purposes. I think Mm -hmm. that um, I think his value is a little bit higher than what I would want to pay right now, but I definitely would want to own him, especially coming into this year. Question for you on on kind of the style and everything, playing in the AFC
3: East. You know, they're gonna have to play the Bills twice. They're gonna play the Dolphins, Dolphins. twice. It's a tough schedule. Man. They're gonna have I think they're gonna have to score points.
0: Yeah, they play <clears throat> so I have the full schedule here. They play Washington, they play Philly, Chiefs, I think. Atlanta, the Chargers, KC, Houston, Buffalo and Miami twice, New England twice. They play Dallas, uh the Giants, Denver, Cleveland, the Raiders, and that's it.
1: I mean that's that, what you, that's I mean, it. Like that's a lot of that's a lot of hard teams to play. They yeah. could
2: lose seventy percent of their games.
1: I agree. <laughs>
2: like that's crazy.
1: Which I could help going, for his offensive output. That's Before, what I think uh, it's
3: gonna. I think that's where it's gonna lie. I think they're gonna have to score points, and yeah. I think they're gonna say, "Aaron, you know how to throw footballs. Garrett, <laughs> you know how
0: to catch them. <laughs> Let's do that We're for a while." We desperately need that. To yeah. happen. <laughs> and Garrett, right now in best ball draft formats, he's going as the tenth wide receiver off the board right now. So hmm. I think he is a massive oversell right now. And as of right now, if he stays in the in the 10 range, I'm not buying him at that range come September.
1: Yeah, no, I, I don't think I am either. I Before we, I'm, I'm tired of talking about Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> but I do got to ask, you think this affects Brees Hall negatively with Aaron Rodgers? Act, I mean, we knew it was going to happen. This, so this isn't like it's a huge surprise. We'd known this was going to be happening for months now, but we can actually talk about it in, in concrete evidence. Does this affect Brees Hall at all, as far as his 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 potential output for fantasy purposes? Um, I
0: think this honestly helps him.
2: Yeah, it can only help.
0: Yeah, him. because the offense is going to be wide open now that they have the Jets have a, a true quarterback that can distribute the ball. I think those running lanes lanes are going to be open as long as the offensive line can block. Um, and it's worth noting too that last year the Jets only ran the ball thirty eight percent of the time uh, with Nathaniel Hackett as the offensive coordinator. Green Bay and Denver, they ran the ball uh, 42 to 45% of the time. So there's going to be a slight uptick in rush attempts, I think, and that's what you're going to need to do with a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. So I think Brees Hall is going to benefit from having Rodgers.
2: Even in the passing game, too. You're you're going to see a a quarterback who's got a way better understanding of the field than Zach Wilson did, and he'll know when to check down. He's also old and afraid of getting hit, so he's going to check down more often. I think it's all positive things for Brees Hall. And
0: Brees Hall is going off the boards at running back
1: 10 right now Yeah, i would take that formats. i think i would take that and the only the only concern there obviously injury. is an injury yep um I, look i'm gonna wrap this up for aaron rogers i'm happy for him and i hope that the jets treat him better i, Why I actually, are we happy for him i'm actually happy for him because i was thinking about this is and that,
3: he's had some hardships
1: uh, well he's a really wealthy man i'm not going <laughs> to necessarily say he's had some hardships but i will say i like What did the Packers help him with? You know, like you look at like everything they did from like a we're going to build around him perspective and they never did. So for that reason, and I don't know this because I'm not a personal friend of Aaron Rodgers, Hmm. but I will text
2: him for you. If you could
1: do that, I'd appreciate it. I think you're here. If you go to, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if you go to a new, like, I hope they treat him better. Right. Because I I don't think I do like you can laugh. So
3: spin zone. Spin zone. Okay. I think Aaron Rodgers only played that well because he was pissed off they drafted Love. Maybe when he won I, the MVP. Yeah. When yeah. he was winning back-to-back MVPs, I think he was giving them the middle like, finger. I think, uh, if anything, Spin Zone, they did that because they knew it was going to motivate him. So I think the Packers knew Aaron Rodgers better than Aaron than Aaron Rodgers knew Aaron Rodgers. That's my I think if they gave him a weapon, he would get complacent. But if they draft a the quarterback, they knew how to piss him off yeah
2: but was that the beginning of the end in terms of his mental health where he decided to you know spiral down into ayahuasca and nicholas cage hair and all sorts of other craziness and started sucking at football I think it destroyed him mentally.
1: The Packers really they, they broke, broke him down. down. Yeah, they broke, they him, broke down. him down. Yeah. Oh, my God. Good I for the Packers. Think, right? <laughs> All right, we're done talking about Aaron Rodgers. Let's move on to Jamison Williams and a bunch of other players who are not relevant for fantasy football. So we're going to talk about Jameson Williams. Lions wide receiver. This happened a little bit ago, but we, uh, we did not have an episode last week. He is suspended for six games for violating the NFL's gambling policy. Calvin Ridley, probably pretty pissed off, question mark. I, it wasn't an well, NFL game he was betting on, but... Yeah, I think that's the
3: difference, is because Jameson didn't bet on the actual NFL like Calvin, because there were guys that got year suspensions for dra- for betting on NFL. So, apples to apples on the damage done. I don't understand this.
1: Mm-mm. I think he his didn't lawyers bet gonna, on, yeah. He didn't
3: bet on the NFL. He bet on other stuff, just because it happened in the team facility like that's such a yeah you bet on like, what an odd, odd different look. sport Who you
1: bet on college
0: fuck. football yeah that's what it was
1: who like i don't give a shit if it's pickleball like it's yeah. not the nfl if you're not betting that see i agree so let me ask you this then you think that if you're betting if an nfl player bets on an nfl game they should get suspended no i no. think as long as it's not their games yeah see i don't know if i i, I think it's fine long as it's not something they
3: can but See but okay. there's you insider could, info you could, okay. and all that other okay. stuff that goes on. I would it. hear that or I have a buddy and he, he's going to tank it for me. I get that. I would say, me personally, I wouldn't care if it wasn't his game, but I get why the NFL doesn't want it overall. So right. I'd say as long as it's not an NFL game, I don't understand why. I would agree can't. with that. I, I think, think that's fair.
0: Being, I think the only thing that should really change with the rule is where you can bet. Because I was reading the rule and the the rule says that you cannot gamble on any team property, and that includes team airplanes or team hotels when they're on away games. So, not even in the locker rooms, not even in the parking lot. So he lots. just like
3: goes across the street. And he's right. like, it's not. But if he's uh, on the wrong side of the exactly. street, it is. And that makes what, no sense. That's
0: what I was trying to get at uh, on Twitter. Like, what if he was literally across the street from the practice facility? Is that still considered, you know, the Lions you, area?
3: Quick question: Do you think he had an OnlyFans moment, like? <laughs> hunter had like, like he where somebody, to feet. yeah like he no he was like he was you know they're in the the hotel and there was like a coach looking over his shoulder he's like
1: oh oh no i don't know what that is i'm sorry oh do you think he oh. was like no something had to have happened because no. it was more than one it no, was like it was a i mean quez watkins who's not really fantasy relevant he was one of them there's a couple defensive players and there was a commander quentin yeah. cephas quintez yeah. cephas yeah with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever When conditions
3: change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently
0: impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness,
1: and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. He
3: was one. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. Like, I, I... No, I think it's a nothing. But yeah, for fantasy, it but sucks
1: because that's six it's another games. Six, I mean, he's been removed from fantasy yeah. for almost a year and a he's half healthy. now. He's going to be healthy. Yeah. yeah. It's bullshit. So the I miles hope, are low. I hope his lawyers get to work. <laughs> I was I, pretty pissed off about this because I've been... I, Yeti and I have gone back and forth in, in conversation just about my passion for Jameson Williams versus his your boner for him. Yeah. I yeah. do have a boner for him. I, I, I want to own a piece of lions offense. Now I'm kind of like, well, I will say though, for dynasty purposes, I don't think this really hurts
0: Jamison Williams because he's no, still, so he's what? 21, 22 years old. He'll yeah. be a year and a half removed from ACL surgery. Like this, I'm, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but it's, this is a good I, outcome for him to I, stay healthy. I, <laughs> I would say
3: in the like chart of per, of career progressions i can't say this bodes well for him because i don't know how <laughs> many guys join the league don't play really the first year get suspended for the first six games of the next year and then ultimately end up like some pro <laughs> yeah. he's right, he's <laughs> right so i also don't know like what i think he has an uphill battle from history side i think that i think a lot also will depend on like calvin ridley i think if he comes back this year and is like he's in good form not that they're any way correlated but i think in the minds of the greater public like Oh, yeah. No, well, I really it. did. He
1: yeah, he'd come back. He gambled See, and came back. The other thing to look at is what if this is Jared Goff's last year, and then they, they end up getting a new quarterback, and then not – you know, Jamison Williams is a year and a half removed. He finally starts and actually plays for a little bit and then loses a the starting quarterback. <laughs> and, like, the narrative
3: there is just – it I, could get ugly. I think something they need to look into is I think maybe Jameson placed this bet on behalf of Dan Campbell. Mm. Ooh, what if he placed a bet on behalf of Dan, oh. Dan? We got to get Dan Campbell on the pod. Yeah, I think he needs to clear the air. I I'd be willing does. to have him on to talk through I what would, happened. I would do anything. What was the bet that, he placed? Yeah. What I, game do we think he bet do we know what game he bet on I don't
0: I think I don't was, even know if it was football
3: It was college. It was football. college football. I, don't know what what. I wouldn't would have be some Alabama. shit if it yeah, I was gonna say wouldn't that be some shit though If it's like Iowa State <laughs> <laughs> like it's just Some game nobody knows like North he just you, you know, know I,
0: he, he I, got the hook some way in I was saying, women's yeah, Basketball I thought about this sure. like if I was a professional player and I'm watching TV It would be so hard not to fucking gamble because especially all we if they're like fan and draft games like we get alerts or that's what no sense exactly you got
1: fucking Peyton Manning and his brother and they're just like Caesars baby fucking bet yeah that's what
0: makes
3: no fucking sense as long as it is not the NFL I don't understand why they
1: care well even even the NFL no 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 because think about 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 this we did talk about this you were you were gone no I don't like the I don't like them betting on the NFL because people talk you know, people in the league he talk. could know things. He could know things about like, oh, Derrick Henry's, his left ankle's kind of bugging him this week. Or what if he's friends with a DB
3: and he bet on that game and the DB fell down and they gave up a touchdown to end the game. Yeah. Like,
1: they, like and he put yeah. a huge There's too many that.
3: parallels that are shady that they could draw that I don't uh, think the NFL wants to get into.
1: No, and I think I for league, for the legitimacy of the league, other than the script writers, I think this is something <laughs> that you kind of have. Like, I, I'm fine drawing that line. Well,
2: and, okay, so – I, I would agree if you had to draw a line, that's where to draw it at. But betting on other leagues, no, or other sports, that. like it doesn't make any sense no. why that's against the no. rules mm-hmm. at all. Agree. It's like, it's like marijuana. Like it's just so outdated and weird. Like just, just let them smoke just weed. Let them bet on I college football.
3: Yeah. I don't understand why. <laughs> let them be true DJ. I, I would love to get an NFL representative on, or just get there here for a second to see like why it's we, the way it is. Like, why
2: did they L decide on that? City. Yeah. We'll sit down with Roger and have a serious talk.
1: Oh, I'm going to, I'm actually looking forward to that. Not that we Yeah. <laughs> talking to, to Roger. Uh, next piece of news here. Broncos GM George Patton said running back Javante Williams will be back at some point during the 2023 season, but doesn't know exactly when yet. you think this is kind of problematic for those that are that are in a redraft mm-hmm. format, even in like a you own them in dynasty? I do. I, Value kind of goes down a little bit, question mark. It sounds like he might not be ready at the start of the season. If you own Javante Williams at this
0: point in Dynasty, you're just holding on to him and waiting until he gets healthy, honestly. Um, I know a lot of people on Twitter or Reddit, they argue that Javante Williams, you know, he got hurt before Brees Hall, so he should be better than Brees Hall when he comes back, but Javante he also com- he <laughs> no, <thanks>. completely <laughs> fucked his knee. Like he, it wasn't just an ACL tear; it was an MCL, LCL. Like he had meniscule surgery as well. Whereas Brees Hall's was a clean ACL tear. Um, so I think obviously this is terrible news for Javante. Um, but I will say, if you own Javante, you need to go cover your ass and go get some AJ P Ryan. And I say that because we saw P Ryan. Uh, Benefit last Mm -hmm. year from Joe Mixon missing time with Cincinnati. I also think P. Ryan is a perfect fit for Sean Payton's offense because we have seen what Sean Payton likes from his running backs uh, in New Orleans. Look at guys like Reggie Bush. Look at guys like Alvin Kamara. um, You know, smaller guys that are shifty that can catch the ball. That's exactly what P. Ryan can do, but he can also run through through the gaps. So I think Pirine is a perfect handcuff option right now. Uh, keep your eye on the draft, though, because I could see them drafting
1: somebody late, maybe third, fourth let me, round. Let me ask you this. In a redraft format, at this moment, would you rather draft Javante or Pirine? Granted, P. the P. draft's going to happen, and I know P. that. Pirine. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. have to take... Well, redraft, because if you...
3: that I mean, how I think the scariest thing is that they don't have a timetable. Well, I think mm-hmm. to me, at yeah. some point, is very vague and i think it's kind of like
2: it's indicative I, of the idea that they're not going to play him at all for the whole season and there have been several reports speculating about that that yeah. he's not going to make it back onto the field at all in 2020
3: yeah in a redraft you can't afford to miss like for like even the six game suspension for Jameson and williams like That's pretty much you making. That's like you're just not in the playoffs. Like if you're banking on that guy, and so even for running backs, like that's just you not making the playoffs in
0: best ball formats right now. Javante Williams is the 26th running back off the board, and that's behind Isaiah Pacheco, Cam Akers, Miles Sanders,
1: and David Montgomery. Yeah, I all have him behind those guys at this moment just because you don't know he's going to come back. Mm. Um, Other news Rams traded Allen Robinson to the Steelers for a seventh round pick
2: very exciting
1: you're excited stoked about that I'm cool. stoked bro yeah stoked. what part makes you excited
2: I mean the whole thing oh. everything about it okay I can't even name one particular thing it's impossible <laughs> because I'm so excited about everything about it I Why love don't.
3: seventh round picks <laughs> uh yeah, it's like uh I'll get this practice squad guy I practice do you too, do you trust Pickett? no to him
1: no I don't well I trust Mike Tomlin and I'm not saying I trust Mike Tomlin with Allen Robinson. I think this is a good like think of. I think this is a fair like I'm, I'm fine with this. I don't really care. Yeah. I don't think Allen Robinson's fantasy value changes much. But you look at the Steelers and I'm like, that was probably a good move for them. Because you look yeah. at it, it's like a seventh round pick. You're, what That's are you going to get? Like are you, an getting an Alan, are like, you getting
3: an Allen Robinson in the seventh round?
1: No, probably not. Probably probably not. not. So, like, you take it. You have Deontay, and you have Pickens, Pickett, whatever the hell the wide receiver is. Pickens, yeah. yeah, So that's your three wide receivers. I was really disappointed in Allen Robinson. We, we, Allen Robinson with the Bears back in the Mitch Trubisky area was he was good, man. And then for the Rams, I was like, he's an ancillary wide receiver too that could have weekly wide receiver one upside. Did not have that at all. His value was nothing. He disappeared. He just gave me PTSD from last offseason. I know, I know. Oh we talked, talked about
2: Alan it all. So Allen Robinson
0: is going to be a wide receiver too. Yeah, he, he's going to hurt Cooper Cup. We are fucking idiots yeah. sometimes. Well, Cooper, the, Cooper uh, Cup hurt Cooper Cup. Yeah, sure. Mm. That, amen. Um,
1: anything else that we want to talk about, Alan Robinson? Or we um, not...
0: I just want to push on the fact that Cooper Cup should be a top three fantasy wide receiver again. He should
1: not. He should be. He should be. You think because he's going to come back
0: from injury and still be good? Yeah, I think he's going to be fine. He's okay. going to be a volume fucking hog in that offense, man. He always was. That was what made him so valuable. Yeah. And even more so now.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Rams, like, they went all in. I feel kind of, I don't really feel bad. I'm fine with them being bad now, but I do like Sean McVay.
2: They won the Super Bowl,
1: so they they got. Their
3: goal is to win a Super Bowl. They won it, so they went all in, like, and now fucking, they're going to be like, shit for so a while. You get what you get.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. They're in their we, years now. This kind of makes me wonder if Cooper Cup might be a trade candidate towards a trade deadline. I, could was,
3: be. I was, I was going to say that I don't think he, you I don't, don't think, think he's there. Like you don't think he would want to? I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. He seems like such a good dude. I mean, so yeah, I don't know. He does, yeah. and then like he just you, seems like a he'll gotta, follow you wherever you want him to go. Like yeah. he's just there to play football. He doesn't get into the politics of it all.
1: Though. Yeah, he does seem like that, and he's also he's got his breakfast buddy. Mm-hmm. Like, does he really want to get that ripped out from him? How around? much longer? I don't mm-hmm. know. Someone, <laughs> one of them's there's eventually going to have to not eat breakfast with each other anymore. <laughs> That's a terrible breakup. <laughs> it is. I My breakfast. heart actually kind of hurts thinking about it. Uh, the Titans. There's a rumor that they're moving on from Derrick Henry. They're possibly sending him to Philly question mark so the eagles and quarterback jalen Hurts. since we're going to talk about this this potential rumor jalen hurts got paid his bag as well from the mm-hmm. eagles so do we think mm-hmm. that uh we think that there's some some merit to this trade rumor for derrick henry to potentially leave the titans it's a lot of money there's a lot of money that's a lot, that's of, a lot money. of money that well, prob- the, quarter-
3: the quarterback market's going to continually get reset especially as the cap goes up so every we're going to hear like
1: well, he's the highest paid or he's the highest paid
3: it's like
2: yeah, remember It's when a snapshot. It's paid, a, like, a snapshot in mid? time.
3: Yeah. It's yeah. a snapshot in time. I don't get, I think Hertz is very deserving right. of I I what he got that. paid. Like he played lights out. I, now it's on him to continue that. I,
2: but the, the question is for this year though, because you know, right, obviously right, right. they gave him his bag. Can they afford Derrick Henry now? Because we all know Derrick Henry's value, but does Derrick Henry know Derrick Henry's value and does his agent know his true value? Cause I think they're going to try and secure a big one in a trade. Or you know, secure their next contract. I
0: I honestly think it would be stupid for Philly to go get Derrick Henry, considering they have what the twelfth pick in the draft this year, or is it twelve? So they got they're up there. They're are really there? up there? Wait, you nah, think they take Dijon? running back with that? You think they, they're going Bijan. I mean, if they really wanted to get a running back, why not get Bijan instead of Derrick? Is it Bijan or Bijan?
3: Either one. Yeah. I think is it, it like Dijon? Dijon it's Dijon like
1: Bijan. We just call him the Mustard Man.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, we nickname.
1: There you go, mustard. We man. just, just get the mustard man, oh, mustard, mustard man.
0: <laughs> but like, look at it from that perspective. Like, if I'm going to spend fifty million dollars on a running back, I'd rather spend that fifty million on Bijan Robinson than Derrick Henry at this point, when Derrick Henry might fall off the tread on clips. the tires. Not so here's not very thick.
3: we're going to get into it. <laughs> Let's But get into we, this. but we, we have this. There's a philosophical divide right now. Do you? We we talk about how running backs, you, they're a dime a dozen. You can get a running back wherever they're not that important. But then we keep hearing Bijan, Bijan, Bijan. You gotta have Bijan. We gotta get Bijan. If you're there, you should probably get Bijan. The B- we hear like the Bills like if oh, they get Bijan, like is that what they need?
2: Well, I, I uh, think if you're it's... the
3: Eagles, do you you have an aging line? <laughs> Maybe it behooves you to get some... I think it's a different conversation.
2: Well, if, and it's also yeah. it's you you get excited about the draft pick because you don't have to pay them a shitload of money. And you know, when you're talking That's... about it down the line and paying them a huge contract, you know like Ezekiel Elliott, okay, that's fucking stupid. But if you can capitalize on him while he's cheap and get a really talented back, I think that's worth being excited about. And that's the
1: difference. That's why I was going to say, I think it's a different conversation because, yeah, having a good running back is a huge monumental difference for a team. But the difference is, is do you pay an exorbitant this, amount of money for a good answer. running back? No, but I think I I, I like this conversation so, because... question. What was... So, the last
3: immediate... Super Bowl impactful or playoff impactful round one running back.
1: Oh Lord. I have no idea.
3: Like what was, if you can think in your mind's eye, Saquon Barkley. Yeah. But like he was impactful, like he was really good. And I think they, they, you know, they need him, but even, you know, the giants are kind of waffling on whether or not. Sure.
1: I think it, I think it's, I I think we're going to see, and I, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but we are going to see a, a monumental shift in the way that running backs are paid. And I think that their shelf life, as we're seeing, yes, there's some outliers. You have Dalvin Cook, whose shelf life is starting. A lot of these people I'm going to name their mm-hmm. shelf life is running out. Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Ezekiel Elliott. You have these guys who have been in the league for a while. They're very good running backs, but that takes a toll on a human's body, right? And so these young running backs that are coming to the league that are a dime a dozen, there are still those outliers that are going to be difference mm-hmm. makers, such as Bajan Robinson. Yeah. They don't have to pay them a shit ton of money because they're rookies. Well, and not only that, but you expect to, you
2: know, do you expect to win games handing the ball to Derrick Henry 30 times a game against the Kansas City Chiefs, who are going to put up 55 points? Sure. You're just not able to do that in today's NFL. So everyone's going to be moving toward those pass heavy air raid offenses because points are king right now. And it's just running backs are being phased out of the game. I'll
1: be Uh, interested to see what they do tomorrow. I I will too. I think the Titans. You know, you can talk about some teams that are really, really good at controlling the clock because mm-hmm. there are teams like that, and so that helps, right? You look at what the True, what the Eagles did in the first True. the first half of I the, the Super Bowl. The goal was we're going to keep it out of Mahomes' hands. So time management has something to do with that, and that the running game very obviously has something to do with that as well. But I think that more money is going to be shovelled towards a wide receiver position. I think as the years continue down the line for the nfl you're going to see receivers get paid because they're realizing like you guys had just stated that it's becoming more of an air raid type system and having a look at what the Bengals did right they got they got jamar chase who's a wide receiver one and then they have t higgins who's also a wide receiver one but they're not paying either of them like wide receiver one just yet because they're rookies so you get these young guys in who are super talented you don't have to pay them eventually you will and t higgins i can guarantee you is going to leave because they're not going to be able to afford jamar and joe and t higgins and you look at who which one's going it's going to be t the, but t higgins is why unless they, for a unless they
3: decide to sacrifice elsewhere and just say fuck it we're just going to have a yeah they just go on have a defense. gangster offense yeah
1: maybe
0: that could be and that, that could be that could and be from, a, from an
3: ownership perspective that's going to put more butts in the seats long term than
0: and to to go back to the philly running back conversation i think you know, bringing up Bajon was important for me because last year uh, Garrett Wilson was a 10th overall pick. Uh, Philly has a 10th pick this year, and Garrett Wilson's contract is worth $20.6 million for five years, basically. Um, Derek Henry's contract for this year, he's a $12.75 million hit. So I'm saying, you know, you get Bajon or you get whatever running back in that first round, you get him for four to five years guaranteed, um, and you're paying $20 million for those years
1: instead of a aging yeah well and you got to look at it like this too the titans are definitely getting their money's worth out of derrick henry mm-hmm. i mean he's seeing he's seeing like what 20 plus touches on average a game depend i mean health of course played a concern this year because he did get hurt a couple times but on average he's he's seen over 20 touches a game they're getting their worth out of him you know but where else are they are they getting their worth out of as far as they're wide receivers. Robert Woods and Trey Traylon Burks were not the answer this year. Ryan Tannehill. Like the Titans are about to go under a rebuild, right? So I think that's probably why they're trying to get rid of Derrick Henry is let's sell this guy while we can while he still has value. If they really wanted to do it, they probably should have done it last year. But and and now we're gonna see what happens. The Titans are not in a good situation, but their coach is damn I think, good. Yeah. I don't know. They always find a way to. I'm. I'm always like, Titans are going to be shit this year, and then they end up winning like nine or ten games, and I'm like, they're still doing it. Yeah. We'll. We'll see where. He, we'll see where Bijan goes.
3: I think it's interesting though that a lot of people agree, and it's the. The draft isn't necessarily indicative of who's the best and who's the worst, right? A lot. I mean, it all comes down to need. Like the quarterbacks, I think we can agree. If it wasn't such a position of need, like these aren't the best players mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the draft.
0: Nope. Yeah. So
3: I think it's going to come down to draft boards. Like, does and and if does Philly think they were a
1: john robinson away from winning a super bowl i think he could definitely be that like for them because they they already have great wide receivers and jalen hurts but they also do need some other things that they need to plug up as man yeah see that's their offensive line is something that needs yeah i'll be interested i'll be interested
3: to see how they treat the longevity because if lane johnson retires if kelsey retires that line is going to be hurting and now you got to figure out like shit now we got to draft linemen you know now Mm -hmm. so I, i think it'll be interesting to see who's available i think if a if a lineman they have really high up i think they i think
1: that's where they'll go okay we'll see i i, I we'll find out tomorrow i'm very <laughs> excited for this uh last piece of news here is texans wide receiver john mechie is back on the field for off-season workouts what? extremely happy for that. him that's awesome yeah uh mechie if you guys did not know i mean it was diagnosed with a form of leukemia last year in july he missed his entire rookie season So, congratulations, John. I know you are a fan of the podcast. uh, We're rooting for you, man. And congratulations on the back on the field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, big John fans. Okay, fellas. Alan just left us to go take a pee break. So, it's us three here, but we're going to transition to what I'm here for the draft Mm. discussion. Mm. I'm very excited about this. I think there's going to be a lot of good conversation involving this. So, let's get down to it. It's in Kansas City. So, Scotty, as a, as, a, as a Chiefs fan, are you pretty excited that the uh, that it is in the, um, this no, I was going to say the stadium, but it's not the stadium, it's in the home city of where you guys won the Super Bowl last year, that's pretty cool, right?
2: Yeah, it's got to be, I bet it's going to be one of the highest attended drafts in a while, and granted, you got places like Vegas that have drafts that probably get a lot more people, but the idea is that the city is going to be on fire and they are going to be so excited. You're going to see a ton of Chiefs fans there. It's also centrally located. So you got a lot of other fans coming from all over the country to come in. I think it's going to be packed. I think it's going to be
1: awesome. You think there's going to be any Cardinals fans? <laughs> you might be the only yeah, one. You, you think are. I'm a guy? Cause are, I brought my jerseys. Are like, is there any me?
2: Cardinals fans? Is the real question.
0: I'd say oh. there's one. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing your Jersey. Is that yeah, it is.
2: Should I wear my Jersey?
0: Yeah. What about well, our uh, leather brains shirts?
2: Yeah, I didn't get those. Oh, I dropped the ball. Oh, shit. But listen, I was gonna have my wife's mom make them, and I felt kind of guilty asking for favors, and I didn't know who I was gonna go, and so it just you know, is what it is.
1: That's fine. I did bring my America uh, onesie, so I might support that for some interviews. Mm. So we'll see. What the I real
2: question goes. is: Okay, so uh, marijuana is legal in Kansas City now?
1: It is. Yeah, mm. oh. yeah. So I you... just wanted to state that. Okay. No <laughs> follow-up. Okay. <laughs> well, then we'll move on. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Let's start out with Alan. We're gonna start out with you. Welcome back. I hope your P break went well. Thank you.
2: Did everything come out okay? I felt great. Yep. Everything's, still working. Good, Everything's good.
1: still working. Everything's still
2: working. Good. That's uh,
1: good. I don't know. Alan, who are you like what player are you most interested in seeing where they land? Do you have um, any any player in particular?
3: Yeah, I think uh so wide receiver I think is very hot for the NFL, right? Like I think if you have not Kansas City last year withstanding, but I think if you have top tier receiver, I think um, jackson smith and jigba for me is interesting to see who ends up grabbing him
1: i think a lot of people feel
3: that i way. think there's a lot of interesting storylines like what if green bay does it <laughs> mm. <laughs> like a reverse mm. fuck you to that <laughs> would be to fun, yeah. that I, would think be to fun. Me, I think i'm rooting for uh, that i think i want to yeah. see the packers draft him and then him be like hey what
2: the fuck what you think was that? if they draft him and he goes on stage and puts the hat on and everything he'll do the discount double
3: check oh, oh God. that would God. be awesome jackson
2: make it happen yeah that would be so
3: yeah soon. i think to me that's i, I think that's I i think early on that's that's where i'm looking um i'm also interested and this is not related to anything like super sexy but i think um tennessee's quarterback hendon is it hendon hooker i think it's his name he's coming off injury i think had he been completely healthy he would be up in this spot of like who's getting him so i think somebody at the turn might get an actual
0: really good quarterback, that could be is very he like, Is he
1: the one who's like 25? He is 25 years old.
0: Uh, He did release a video today of him throwing the football for the first time. So. I thought you were going to say uh, sex. Tape. Yeah, <laughs> way He, he released his only fantasy <laughs> yeah. of the draft.
1: No.
2: Genius.
3: Look at uh, my
1: dick. <laughs> okay, uh, Scotty, do you have anybody in particular you're interested in?
2: Um, I wouldn't say in particular. I, I would say I am very interested to see where all of these edge rushers end up. Yeah. Because I think that there is a chance. I've been seeing a couple reports about it that the Texans – Avoid picking i I've seen that as
1: well. Mm. Ins- I, think, I think and instead they do. go
2: for an edge rusher. And I, I, I don't know because the, the argument would be: Okay, are are they going to get one of those top tier edge rushers at pick twelve? Or you know, you know, quarterbacks are going to be there at pick twelve. I, they might not get the exact guy they want, but they're going to be on the board. Are these top tier edge rushers going to be there? So maybe they pick one of those guys first and then get whatever quarterbacks available I think they on the do back that. end. So which I think is stupid. Like I, I really? think.
1: Yeah, I do too. I, I think there's enough good edge. There's like there's still a handful of good edge rushers. Yeah, I, I, somebody put a somebody put something in my brain and i want to i want to see what you think about this trey lance to the texans they trade the second overall pick and no. maybe some extra extra fluff in there because uh, uh, like i've seen i've seen those report, I've, I've, I've I've go seen get an reports i've seen some reports yeah they need a quarterback though yeah but i think you can get one i think you can get one at 12 yeah. yeah you think so, one of the top four is still I, gonna be available th- at 12 I,
2: I think you go get somebody at 12 and if you do that, are you going to end up with someone who's better than Davis Mills with his existing NFL experience? Like, I think you stick with Mills if you're just going to go get somebody who's not going to be an immediate difference maker.
0: Or you tank for next season when Caleb Williams <laughs> and Drake May uh, are available. It out. I, see, here's
1: I, the thing, though. I don't think the Texans are capable of actually winning regardless, <laughs> so I, don't, I wouldn't even call it so tanking. Also, football.
3: I also have a problem with the whole... I think every year we hear the next year's quarterbacks are going to be better.
0: We do. We, we do always hear that. Yeah. hear that. Yeah,
3: always. And then it comes down to draft time. And then everybody like turns into like they like shit themselves trying to pick a quarterback because <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is it, it it's, it's <laughs> you know, I think it, I think it's it's like having it's like the backup quarterback being the most popular person on the team. It's like, yeah. yes, next year's quarterbacks are going to be. I don't think I don't know. I think if you're this year, I think you'd go the Texans route because I think you you'll be kicking yourself if you miss out. I think like Will Anderson's going to be mm-hmm. perennial pro bowler. Yeah. I would yeah. say go get your perennial pro bowler because you're going to roll the dice regardless yeah. on your quarterback. So yeah. go get the thing you're sure of first, then go roll the dice.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I just want to – I don't know. Go ahead. We'll
0: see tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we'll I'm see going. Yeti, you got anybody you're interested in? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to jump on the wide receiver train and say uh, Jordan Addison from mm. USC. Yeah, I feel like this is a guy who's kind of been disrespected this whole mm-hmm. offseason because, you know, going into USC, his uh, his senior year, um, <laughs> he, he won the best uh, wide receiver award for college football his junior year. Elite wide receiver. You know, a lot of people thought he would be the first wide receiver off the board heading into his senior season. Sure. Um, and now he's suddenly behind Quentin Johnson and Zay flowers. Like a lot of people view him as a fourth wide receiver off the board, which I think is fucking ridiculous at this point, <laughs> because if you look at his tape, he is a small guy. Yes. He's probably like a Devonte Smith type of size guy, but this guy has elite separation. I understand it's college, but if you look at the, his routes, if you look at him off the line, like this is a, a an elite
1: wide receiver and that's hard to find as a rookie. I do think the Chiefs are going to draft a wide receiver early. I think they need to. Um, so I just wanted to throw that in there. But oh, I know. Uh, I'm interested to see where he goes as well. I, and there's a lot. I think more than anything else, it really depends on these landing spots for all these wide receivers. Yeah. And and you know, mm-hmm. I think about it from a fantasy perspective because I'm always trying to to win. Well, and we're so a fantasy podcast, so fantasy that podcast. makes sense. Um, so that's where I think about it. I'm like, man, like you look at it. Would you rather have Like JSN, Jackson Smith and the Jigba, you know that he is like right now, currently ADP, the first wide receiver, rookie off the board. Like that's where he's at. But if he ends up somewhere like the Ravens, does that get you as excited as somebody who like would would go somewhere like the Giants, like if the Giants took Jordan Addison? Does that does Uh, that pivoted enough for you No. No. no,
0: I think that's a very systematic offense. And it's it's very predicated on those short dump offs. And they have a they have Darren Waller and Saquon Barkley. Like, I think those are going to be their main guys,
1: two older guys. And I, I just I'm just saying that because there still need wide receivers to throw the ball to and, and open yeah. the field up for those guys anyway. So and like you just said, both those guys, they're dump off guys. Defenses are going to press forward. That leaves the, the long ball open. And, and we could play this game all day. That's just my, my point being is I think the landing spot certainly determines a lot of value for me Mm -hmm. the person i'm most excited to see about is is um anthony richardson Mm -hmm. anthony richardson I'm, i'm very excited to see what happens with him because he's raw talent Right. But mm-hmm. he's raw talent that needs he needs to go to a good home and can harness that talent and grow him and, and mold him into what they need.
2: Yeah, he needs to go to Seattle. He
1: I, I really hope he does go to Seattle <laughs> and I hope he sits behind Gino for a year or two. I think it it makes sense. I don't know. I Seattle's got seventh overall pick. I could definitely see yep. him going that far. And I think Seattle should do that. And if I, I would be really happy for that because Seattle is a good team. It, the only thing that I don't like is how old Pete Carroll is. Because that's what I was just gonna say. Yeah, how like, long is he gonna he, be? How there? long is he gonna be there? How and long so is he gonna be there to deal with? You like, go get your quarter, your quarterback, and then you bring in another head coach, and you know what if they don't like that, then they look towards. So that's my only knock on it, but I am excited to see where he goes because I think that if he goes to the right home, it could be really, really spicy.
0: As a Raiders fan, I've seen this story happen too many fucking times. You think he's just gonna Jamarcus die? Jamarcus Russell, field? Terrell Pryor, guys who are super athletic. They have. They have the tools. They have a strong ass arm. Lover
3: scorned. But, but
0: then they just <laughs> fall in. Uh, but for that.
1: fantasy purposes, he's the one I'm most excited about, like for the raw talent, because he, he does have the rushing upside. He's He is an athletic freak. That's why I think he just needs to go to the right
0: home. What if he goes to the Panthers?
1: I would hate or that. Or the Texans, where, where he has to start day one. It's a, it's a double-edged sword because then you're getting immediate fantasy production from him and you're getting him valuable playing time. But I look at their situations and I'm like, gee, like especially the Panthers. The Texans are trash, but at least they have some weapons around them. The Panthers are trash and they have nothing. Like they have a ragtag team of dodgeball players that they that just were picked last. Like that's what their team is. So I would feel bad for him. I would. I feel bad for yeah. any quarterback that ends up going to the Panthers. Truly, I do so i don't know like I, I and that's where i'm interested to see where does he go because that that largely determines for me like the trajectory of that player and you know us playing a dynasty football i got the fifth overall pick so i'm kind of like in that area where there could be a quarterback there there might not uh, be a quarterback like there there will be a quarterback i don't know which one um Side note: I still don't have access to
3: my team. We'll work on that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll see. Him, I'll see him next week. So, yeah. well, the draft is on Monday, so we need to get you. Taken I will work on it. Um, so that's that's the person I'm most excited about. Is there a player that we uh, that we don't get the hype about, or we think that it's overblown? I'm going to say you're probably going to say Richardson Yeti. I'm going to say the other quarterback, Will Levis. Mm-hmm. I you think, think he's he you think... the
0: most overrated?
1: Okay, and why is that?
0: We're talking about a guy that threw the ball 283 times in college for just over 2,400 yards, 19 touchdowns, 10 picks. The production wasn't there in college, and he's mainly getting hyped up because of his tools and his ability to throw the ball. He has a fucking cannon, and a lot of people are saying he has a the NFL body. <laughs> he's a prototypical NFL guy, yet he has such Raiders PTSD with, with quarterbacks. You okay over there? It just... I'm not getting Jamarcus Russell vibes from him, but I'm getting Blake Bortles vibes. Yeah, I'm getting very strong mm-hmm. Blake I love, Bortles vibes. Bortles wasn't Bortles. bad. Bortles, Bortles he was terrible. not bad, but this is another guy who was drafted. That's not Zach top Wilson. True. That's true. He might get more than three I, inches I, of offense. I hear what you're saying. I think I agree.
3: I think <laughs> maybe. I think maybe. the thing is, he the the Josh Allen experiment worked. Yeah,
0: and, and I think I think GMs hyped. are
3: like, okay, wait yep. a second. Like, because very rarely do you see a quarterback come from a spot like that and, like, yeah. not really have the production and then kind of falter your one and then just explode into, like, Brian Dable. a Pro Bowl. A Pro Bowl. A Pro Brian Dable. Brian Pro Dable. Brian Dable. Dable. Amen. Um, so I think that's that's the thing. It's such a copycat league, yeah. and I think they see
1: that. I think had Josh Allen fallen flat, I don't think. Well, there's other that. players. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is not a your prototypical, like, lower the shoulder guy, but he's still, like, he, Patrick Mahomes has changed the game, like, the NFL – landscape for quarterbacks like he truly has. i was pissed when we drafted i'm sure you Patrick were homes but like you're not now like you no no i love it now you would fucking smart. smooch him that's on why, the lips if you that's could. why they get
3: paid what they do yeah
1: that's I, why gms get paid right like yeah. they see that they gotta make that gamble yeah and I, that's fair i uh i just want to go back because somebody said zach wilson here do you think he really makes aaron Rodgers' life a living hell in practice every day it's no. like putting thumbtacks in I his think, cleats and shit
2: i think if, if someone like Derek carr went there he he might have tried that, but I think <laughs> Yeah, he's like I he's don't like, want to
1: fuck with this he's guy. He's not
2: doing that with Aaron Rodgers. He'll inject ayahuasca straight into <laughs> my one, veins. Number one, he's got the respect, but number two, he might kill you in your sleep. You I, just have no idea he's a wild card. The I, John Wick
3: look. I did see a I did see a tweet that he's like there's something with uh like Zach Wilson's gonna love his mom more than Aaron Rodgers loves his <laughs> mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's probably true. That is he's probably true. He's pro- that's probably the route he's gonna go. It's gonna be like Stifler's mom. He's just gonna be like
1: there with aaron Rodgers' mom probably yeah uh i did just want to point this out as well because we're talking about the jets again damn it um the it's line a lot this year it is the line this is crazy and i just want to say this for anybody that did not follow, doesn't follow us on twitter we put out a a tweet and it said how many games will the new york jets win this season it was over under nine and a half games there was 279 votes and it was almost an exact 50 50 split like it was like one vote away. We had fifty point two for one on the over and forty nine point eight on the, the other. That's Vegas freaking knows what doing, nuts. Man. That's wild.
2: Okay, so yeah. go around the table. We'll yeah, let's let's the... make a bold
1: prediction. Oh, okay. Pivot,
0: pivot.
3: Who's yeah. gonna start? We're uh, going back to the Jets. Matt. Oh,
2: shit. I didn't know <laughs> you didn't <laughs> get your nose up
0: fast. You enough. said it.
2: I, yeah, I wanted to hear what you guys. Thought. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. Well, I don't have any original thoughts. I just. Repeat I'll go stuff.
0: first. Under. Yet he's taking
3: under. Uh, oh. Under mainly the schedule. Yes i just want to i want
1: to be the over guy (laughs) just to just to throw i'll I'll go over with you want to ride let's ride all right we'll take the over i I don't bet unders
3: i think the juice i think the juice is on the over like i think you're i think it's going to be under but i think they're trying to get people. Yeah. They're the, trying to get people over the, right now. The
2: schedule is fucking impossible. That, that scares me. But yeah. the thing is, is that this team is legit. They are 100% let's legit. They, you know, if keep they, talking if, me
3: into it, let's go. We'll a it. lot of legit teams that lose a lot of games. That's
2: very true. But <laughs> this team is legit right now. They're not weak at any position except for the offensive line, which we expect them to fix before the start of the season. They have a competent yeah. quarterback. They have a lot of <laughs> offensive weapons. Me. One of the best defenses in the league. <laughs> they have the offensive rookie of the year last, last year. The defensive rookie of the year oh, last year.
0: You guys like, sound like you got your first kiss. Let's fucking drive. ride, baby. Uh,
2: here's the thing, I was gonna take the under, but then hunter was learning. Okay, so I'm, I'm all in now. I, I am you. I am
3: always leery of teams that don't know how to win. And this might be me being a Nebraska fan. But having <laughs> a bunch true. of teams that just <laughs> now no, our if you know right. how to lose, <laughs> if you know how to lose well, sometimes that is kind of your MO. Like if you just you're not used to winning, sometimes you don't know what to do when it, it's in your hands. And I think that's gonna be a thing for this Jets team of you know, Oh shit, we're winning. Like, oh fuck, like we're kinda good. Oh god damn it, what do I do? And mm-hmm. I think knowing when you're like cuz you can see what that looks like on the football field that translates to game management. We're going to play this way and we're smart and we don't make this penalty and it's like I think that growth curve for the Jets I think you're going to see that early on. I think if we can see like okay they look like they know how to win I think I would be encouraged but that schedule's brutal.
2: Do you think they overcome that before Aaron Rodgers dips?
3: I I hope so cuz I think it's cool when the Jets are really good.
1: I don't think it's been on a- I can't remember. I think but it's cool. No, I'm, I'm I'm in competitive. I'm competitive. I'm riding cool. the over. are
3: you, You're still riding. Yeah, I'm riding the over. Okay. Yeah. We can
2: you, bet. We'll you, go to the casino.
3: Right I think when now. Rex Ryan was there yeah. and they were like really competitive and they had Revis Island, they yeah. had all that shit. Like that was yeah. fun. Like I think the I think the the AFC East though, man. I was like, uh, like
0: Curtis Martin days.
3: Yeah. Like, like those cool. were fun days. Yeah. That was those were fun Chad things Pennington. to watch. The A- <laughs> <laughs> I think the AFC East is is going to be unreal. No,
0: I think I agree. I, I tweeted this that I think the AFC East is going to be what the AFC West was supposed to be last year. It's mm-hmm. going to be a gauntlet it's be a powerhouse every single every week.
1: week. I agree. I'm not arguing this. Yeah. Did you have any players? Anybody else that they are? Uh, they don't understand the hype about. Back to the I have one. Back to, go for it. Zay Flowers. Mm-hmm. Zay Flowers. He's he's a good wide receiver, but I'm I am concerned with his size. That's that is my main concern. Is interesting. I and he's like, what if he goes to the Chiefs? I'd still be concerned. I want the Chiefs to get a big body wide receiver. Why? Oh, yeah. because I think they need it. Why? I think that they need it. I, I, <laughs> why? You just look at the team. I, <laughs> like we saw what happened. Like Juju Smith and Miko, those are kind of like smaller dudes. Like I want to see him get a big bodied rookie wide receiver. Yeah. Like like what Quentin Johnson's like what six two six three something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like yeah. I, mean, I would like. Qu- I don't think I, I don't mean, know if he'll fall that far, but yeah, I him, would love if they drafted him.
3: I mean, him and Zay both worked out with Mahomes, which I think is super interesting.
0: That is yeah. Interesting. How, is how that, interesting. How's that legal? I,
3: I don't know. It is. They were just. In, he was working out yeah. in Texas and said, "Hey, if you go throw, go run around with Mahomes for a while." And
0: I saw Kelsey was there too. Yeah,
3: like he, they basically get to simulate their offense a little okay. bit with yeah. these guys. Or to it's just like they're playing
1: backyard ball, like you and me in this backyard over here, testing mm. the chemistry out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He probably he probably throws a little better than either of us could. But like I, and wow. that's that's questionable. Man, I'm pretty good. In fact, like, a couple people thought I was yeah. the best quarterback off the board. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so just, there's like a couple. Uh, I I uh, I agree with you. I think there's I think there's a lot of question marks about wide receivers. We talk about looking ahead to next. I mean, okay, class, you guys are Chiefs
1: fans. Like, let's let's talk about that for just wait, a second. Wait,
3: who's you guys?
1: We all are. Not this yet is even. a Chiefs podcast. We're not a Chiefs podcast. We're yes, we're, we we're Jets podcast. Uh, <laughs> we're a Lions <laughs> podcast. Yeah, no, we are a Lions podcast. Like, would you hi? Uh, would you rather have Quentin Johnson or Zay Jones as a Chiefs fan? Zay
0: Flowers. Zay Flowers. You
1: would. No, he says Zay, you Jones. Said oh, Zay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Can you. I have
0: Zay Jones? No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, Matt, do you want to go first?
2: Um, I don't think it matters. I think I think you need some young, athletic wide receivers in there, and I think the Chiefs are going to run their offense, and they were able to do it with Juju. So I think I don't think it really matters. I think they need to look to improve where they can. They need to back up some of their offensive linemen. They need to get some defensive pieces, get some more experience on defense, um, and put some pass catchers on the field. But outside of that, when you got Patrick Mahomes, I think he can pretty much make it work.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you also look at it like this. you have Travis Kelsey's not getting any younger. And like Travis Kelsey, how many more years? And I'm not trying to knock on him. Knock on Woody plays forever. I like Travis Kelsey. I think he's got three years. That's a long time. I mean, he's I like think, already thirty, what, thirty-four? Yeah, 35? I think he plays three more years and I, mean, he I, plays I think plays he's forty. But he doesn't
2: he doesn't rely on his athletic ability. I mean, he's kind of sneaky, true. sneaky fast, sneaky yeah. shifty because he doesn't look like that, but he plays smart and that's why he's good. And he doesn't take unnecessary hits. That's he fine. runs smart routes. So I I think he could last a long time, knock on wood.
1: Okay. You guys neither of you we'll answered my question. Would he you did. rather have Quentin I, Johnson? Or... I said I don't care. Oh, I'd rather
3: have I think if gun to my head, I'd rather have Quentin Johnson probably. Okay. I All think right. that's where I would want to go just to see.
2: It does vary it up a little bit more.
1: It does.
3: Uh, did you guys have any, do you, you two have
1: anybody that you I, don't know? Okay. The hype not on? that
3: not, it's not the hype around. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I think it's, there's a lot of, I go back to Bijan. I'm very like, I get it. Cause everybody's like, you gotta have this guy. He's the best, most complete. But then you look at draft boards and I wonder how many people look, you're going to see like when your nuts are held to the fire, exactly what decision you're going to make. Right? Like, yeah. do you take Bijan now? Like, do you really believe what you're saying?
1: So, and somebody's gonna have I very good somebody's, somebody's gonna, gonna, gonna pull that
3: trigger and I'm just wondering who it's gonna be. And this also is PTSD because the Chiefs I saw some mock drafts where like the Chiefs take a running back at the end of the first round. I've like, heard of that. I oh, don't think that's God gonna Christ, happen. We can't do Clyde Edwards Alaire all over again. I can't no. I can't go through that. Because they could have had uh T. Higgins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which that's complete a fuck up, but it worked out. They got a Super Bowl, so all's well. But i i i'm interested on who actually and it's not the hype it's not like i don't understand it i get that he's a really good player it's just there is a fundamental shift in like what you're prioritizing as is important for your football team and so who prioritizes that i think that's where i'm yeah i'm interested
1: okay do you have anybody that comes to mind
2: i i guess i want to answer the opposite of what your question is um i think there should be more Hype.
1: The question, but okay.
2: More hype. <laughs> I'm going to
1: change the question yeah, and answer I, it however I want. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think there should be more hype around C.J. Stroud. He's he's kind of losing a little bit of the uh, steam going in now. It looks like the Panthers aren't going to take him. Um, I don't know if people forgot what happened against Georgia, but C.J. Stroud is the best pocket passer in this draft class. He is the most NFL-ready passer of this draft class by far, and so I, I think people need to be excited for him. I think he should be going first overall.
1: You think these teams are all just playing their games because they got a yes. couple like later first-rounders, so they're or like mid first-rounders, so they're like, no, we're not going to do this, and they're just playing. Oh, They all do. Yeah. They all fuck with each other. They're like, no, this is that's exactly why we're good. seeing
0: all those reports of like, oh, Will Levis, there's a lot of question marks about <laughs> yeah. his character. Oh my gosh, he this guy fucking was... puts mayonnaise in his coffee. He's weird. A fucking idiot. <laughs> is that, that a guy. real
1: story? Yeah, that is. He yeah. puts mayonnaise. His yeah.
0: He didn't have Creamer one time, and so his girlfriend yeah. told him to put mayonnaise. Well, in his one
1: coffee. time. It's not like he and does it every he morning. He does it
0: every once in a while. is kind of what the story is. I mean that's time. like
1: yeah. that's a more
0: solid <laughs> half and half.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that means
0: that you're not an NFL ready quarterback. <laughs> I
3: don't know. Dude, it's they, fucking weird. This is changing my It's like draft day. Like why didn't they show up to your birthday party? Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you never know. All right, yeah, you're a Raiders fan.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Who do you want them to draft? What, um, what
3: would get your pants m- yeah. mucho tighter?
0: Yeah. So this is interesting because I follow a Raider post on Twitter. Shout out them. Uh, they got um, no for They posted out a poll. <laughs> Edit that out, please. <laughs> they posted out a poll asking who the Raiders should draft at number seven. Uh, they got over a thousand votes, and guess who was number one? CJ crowd. Anthony Richardson. Was it really Anthony mm-hmm. Richardson at thirty-five percent? And, and then Jalen Carter was number two at 33%. So it was pretty neck and neck. I
1: think Jalen Carter um, would be much better.
0: Yes. Well, so, Jimmy G sucks. Yes. So where yeah. I was going with this is that
1: yeah,
0: I don't think the Raiders should take any quarterbacks in this draft. I know there's a lot of mocks that are saying CJ Stroud is going to drop to number seven, possibly to the Raiders. I think if that happens, they still need to stay on the uh, defensive side of the ball, honestly. And I say that because defense needs yeah defense needs a lot of help and if you look at what this front office is doing they believe i'm not i'm not saying i believe the front office believes we this believe. team can still win a super bowl that's crazy because they are making the moves that indicate hey we are adding guys to our system our system is elite and it's capable of winning they're not looking to rebuild at all and if they get a guy like Anthony Richardson, that kind
1: of... What do you
0: think, shows, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to
1: hear what all these other people think. I yeah. want to know who do what... you want? Them? Do you, you think the Raiders? Think Jalen Carter. Okay, you want Jalen, Jalen Carter? Carter. Yeah. And do you think the Raiders right now are a Super Bowl contending team? Hell no. Okay, thank you. I don't what kind know. Of question I don't... Is that. No, think... no, because he said that like some Raiders <laughs> people like
0: think that that's actually. Maybe <laughs> well, just what the front office is. They still saying have Adams. Their signings. Well, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Do you
2: think they should trade Adams and Josh Jacobs and go a full
0: rebuild? I think Adams will get traded. Like halfway through point. the season you think yes. like, once they realize that this isn't going anywhere i think adams is gone mm-hmm. okay yeah i probably agree with that um
1: you guys are chiefs fans hmm we'll start with you alan who do you want the chiefs to draft uh
3: just a wide receiver they, well, i, I want, want a wide receiver, receiver. Okay. i would love it if they took a wide receiver i would understand it if another position like D line is also, mm-hmm. you know, they, they need, they're going to need help there too. Yeah. But you look and, and the only but, reason
1: I say this is you look at it and that you have the last pick in the first round, right? Yeah. So like, where's the differentiator between like, okay, we, there is still some good wide receivers here, but like the top tier D linemen are kind of gone. So maybe we do make a pivot and grab a wide receiver. Like, do you think that that would play into it at all?
3: Yeah. I think they have picks in this draft. So yeah. I mean, a, a lot of it, I, I know we hyper focus on round one. But obviously they have a plan overall, right? Like, if this, I if so. this, if this, if this kind of fun, <laughs> they're just going to wing it. <laughs>
2: oh, shit. The draft's tomorrow.
3: <laughs> they're like, oh, shit. It's in Kansas City. Oh, we don't have to it's go It's in far. our backyard. Um, they won a Super Bowl. Doing that? I, would, I, would like, I would like them to take a wide receiver, but I would not be upset. The only, the only other position I'd be upset if they took was a running back. Like, I would be.
1: They took a quarterback.
3: Yeah. I also saw somebody say they would take a quarterback. That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. I don't understand. That's Um, dumb. They just signed Blaine Gabbert. Like they're (laughs) obviously going to win a Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah.
2: No, I agree 100%. I think they need to take a wide receiver. You know, after watching the season last year, we saw the Chiefs struggle a lot on defense. But that was largely due to the fact that they have a lot of young guys. And so you expect some natural pro- progression in the right direction there, and you expect the defense to naturally get better. So I think it's a no-brainer to focus on wideouts. Uh,
3: what about you, sir? Your,
1: your Cardinals. Third overall pick, baby. What are they going to do? They're going to take an edge rusher. Yeah? Yeah, I think that they will. I, I, I think they, they need to. Like, JJ's J.J. Watt retired. They rest, need in, to get... rest in peace. I love that man so much. Uh, He's not dead. I know. But he's he's just not around. He's dead dead to the NFL. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to take an edge rusher, and I'm good with that. Like, I I look at it. I think that D-Hoff's going to get traded. There's already rumors about that, kind of circling around about him to the Ravens. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that, you know, there's, like, what happened last year, Hollywood Brown they traded him you know it was announced at the draft they traded their first overall to get hollywood brown or not first their first round pick and then hollywood brown showed up to their draft party the night of so like it, they already knew you know i mean we could see something like that with d but i'm fine with it i so wide receiver probably needs some help but like we're under a rebuild i know that let's get a really good defensive player because we need help there and let's let's kind of work around that yeah, so I yeah i'm fine with it and i think that there's a depending upon how these first two picks go like i was originally wanting the cardinals to trade out i would be okay with them moving down like a slot or two if they can get some decent in return i don't know if we're going to see that happen we could
2: yeah and i'd be
1: okay with it but um i don't want them to move down too much because i want to get one of those like those top tier d linemen that we desperately need Mm. so
3: yeah i had a note i know we had a note in there for sam about the denver broncos i didn't realize they only had five picks this year Two third rounders, yeah, a fourth st- rounder, a
1: fifth, and a sixth. The that's Broncos not, are yeah. fucked, dude. They, they they got. sold their shit for Sean Payton. They sold their shit for Russell Wilson, and that's where all everything's at. well
2: we we say they're fucked, but the the expectations are at the floor. So even if we see a reasonable progression, I think people are gonna say, okay, you know, the Broncos just, are coming
3: back.
1: I just meant they're fucked for draft capital. Yeah, 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 yeah and they are. Capital. Yeah. Did he Did he have Defense. any anything to say
3: about it? Uh, he didn't say anything. It's probably because he only had five picks. He wasn't sure. Damn. He's I, like, imagine, yeah, I, just... <laughs> I imagine he's like, "What's
1: the first round?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never <laughs> I'm seen. I'm not this. tuning
2: in until Saturday.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's good to go. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, we talked about quarterbacks a, little, quarterbacks a little bit. Do we have who we think is our favorite quarterback in this draft, Scotty? You, Scott, you kind of touched on it. Are you Are you landing on Stroud as the, well, the best? I...
2: In what context? Are we talking fantasy? Are we talking if I was a GM? Both. Why not? I mean, I think the highest upside is going to be Richardson for fantasy. And the reason for that is because I think he is most likely to land on an offense that can be a little bit more effective than say the Panthers. Um, And also his rushing upside his athletic ability. So I think for, from a fantasy perspective, he's probably got the highest upside. If I'm a GM though, I'm taking CJ Stroud. I think I still think he's the best quarterback in this class. Um, I think, if you look at Bryce Young, he's probably the most overall NFL-ready, but I think C.J. Stroud has a higher ceiling, and he's got a better arm. He's got a better pocket presence. I think he's ready to rock and roll, so I, I'm taking
0: C.J. Okay. Yeti? I'm going to copy what Matt said. Okay. Honestly, I think Bryce Young is probably the most NFL-ready quarterback in this class. Um, if there's one that got me excited, I, I think for everybody, is going to be Anthony Richardson, right? If he develops, lanes, right, I mean, he could be a top-five fantasy quarterback with this rushing upside yeah what about you sir uh
3: i think the same i think anthony rich i think he just looks like a man compared to everybody else yeah. uh, we don't uh the fuck other with boys the other the other guys on it, like just saying like physically like i'm thinking of what if uh bryce gets in a free rusher at him and just blows him up like i'm not so sure how many hits he can take like there's a part of that that has to play into it i think i'm interested also because i think uh Richardson falls into a great fantasy situation. I'm interested to see which one that's gonna be. Yeah. But I even I've even seen some like Will Levis good potential landing spots too, which could be intriguing. Like I don't know if he's gonna end up being productive, but they're those two are the most intriguing to me. I think the top two, I think Stroud and Young are gonna end up in just they're just not gonna be in good situations. Yeah.
1: And and so let's play a game here real quick and we're just gonna go around Robin around here and we don't need a full in-depth analysis of it but we're gonna play a game of the top four quarterbacks right so we got Richardson Young Stroud and Levis I'm gonna say a name and I'm gonna say one of you guys and I'm gonna tell I'm gonna ask you guys we're just gonna go down a short list and we're gonna see where you guys want them to land like who we draft yeah well like just from a realistic perspective you look at the NFL where they would go okay okay so Panthers we're gonna start um Bryce Young
2: what are we supposed to say? You're supposed yes. to say like, do you
1: do you think oh. that that's the most like that's the that's like you yeah, just answered it. The place yeah. where he's going to go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. He's so better, you think Bri- not, we all one, think Bryce Young is going number one? I think he's going number one overall. Okay. Number two, Texans. Nope. Edge Ed rusher edge rusher. Ed rusher. So you don't you guys really don't think they're going to take a quarterback? I think they're going to take. I think they have to take a quarterback. They yeah. need a quarterback.
2: If I was in their position, I would take a quarterback. But you know, you've just been seeing a lot of reports about it. So who knows if that's just fog of war type stuff coming up to the draft?
0: But their head coach is a defensive coordinator yeah but they don't have a quarterback do you do you,
3: do you think in like pre-draft interviews the texans were asking do you like massages mm. and they're like well i yeah i kind of <laughs> how like often do you get out. massages <laughs> and where are they lo- like where on your body are you getting Do signs? you think they
2: asked if they, <laughs> they had OnlyFans accounts and stuff? Like, they're
3: yeah.
0: like,
2: are you a fucking pervert? Yeah, like, yeah. a Show pervert? us your phone. Be honest, man. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: give, me your, give me your phone. Let right. me ask this. Do Do you think taking CJ Shroud number two, would have a greater impact on that team than them taking, like, Will Anderson?
1: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast, most items can ship overnight. plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to fifty percent off by going to BlueNile.com. dot com. That's BlueNile.com. dot com
0: Do they win more games with CJ Shroud or will Anderson? I don't think they win I don't think it makes a monumental difference because
1: you can then take you will Anderson will
0: Anderson in my opinion. That's probably. What yeah,
1: because I think the longevity of it all, I think you're, yeah, if he, yeah, the only thing that I could see is, you know, they, they might, I mean, the Texans really aren't going to go 500, but like they, what if they do, what if they go 500 next year? And then that kind of puts them out of contention to, to get a top what quarterback if, which, next year. And if, that's,
2: that's the thing too, is that like people, people are saying, oh, well, look, at all, look at all these quarterbacks coming up next year. But it's like, that's like. I use a chess analogy it's like playing hope chess like you make a move and then you you think oh they're not going to see they're not going to see their defense it's you're just hoping for the best outcome as opposed to making an actual plan so I don't think you can do that and the other thing too is that we have to remember GMs they care about winning games obviously but they also care about getting their fans excited about their team yeah, and I don't think you do true. that with the defensive draft at, at number 2 I think you have to take a quarterback get everybody excited get everybody hype
1: what i i could see what they have the 12th 12th. Yes, yeah. yes. They could take somebody that I didn't mention in this group and they could take like a Hendon hooker that's or like a somebody thinking. else and, and maybe go that route. I could see that. That's I what I think that. they go. That's what I, I think I sent that to but Ye Ye on Twitter. I they have the to they take a quarterback in the first round. They, they're going to have to, because if they yeah. don't they're screwed. Yeah. So, um, Anthony Richardson, I, I can't, I'm trying to think the Colts are up next, I guess, as far as quarterback I think, Meeting? They, I think they take Levis. They love us. They go Levis. You think they go Levis? Yeah, that makes me sad a little bit. I was kind of hoping that Richardson would go to the Colts.
0: I think that is, the Colts is the best spot for I, any I of these guys. I agree. I agree.
1: And I think. I think Richardson gets me excited to go to the Colts. Very obviously for, you know, their mm-hmm. offense that they have, but they also have Shane Shane Gosh, um,
2: I just got really re-excited really for CJ Stroud of the Colts. If 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 the Texans end up <laughs> taking taking yeah. an edge rusher, you get CJ Stroud of the Colts, and that all of a sudden becomes kind of appealing. We
1: but we yeah. saw what he did with Jalen Hurts, and if he if he could do that with Anthony Richardson, Anthony Richardson, if he could harness that talent, Anthony Richardson could be better than Jalen Hurts.
2: We also I feel like our Everyone knows, obviously, he's a crazy athlete, but we're underselling it a little bit. He's bigger, faster, and stronger than Cam Newton. That's a ridiculous thing. He's to
1: faster about. than Christian McCaffrey. He's got bigger hands than D. Hop. There was a couple other stats. He's, just, I had he's an athlete. Yeah, he's a, a freak. He's an athlete. Like
2: everyone's an athlete. In I just the NFL. don't think the, Col- I, don't think the Colts, I don't think the
1: Colts. I don't think the Colts go that route. I don't think that's. I could see like the only reason that I I am holding on to the limb of that is because of their offensive coordinator and what they did with Jalen Hurts, yeah. and he might want to try and reenact that a little bit.
3: I'll be interested. Like I I. No. Either or, I think they're taking either or. I think they're looking at their draft board and they're like, whichever one, whichever one
1: will take it. And what if they're, they're both there though? If they're both available, I still think they go Levis. Yeah. Ah, that's just crazy to me. I I think I'd rather I would rather them take Richardson for selfish fantasy reasons, and I also think that would be a decent landing spot for Richardson.
2: But mm-hmm. I just think the biggest the biggest downside is they want somebody who's going to come in and play now, and everybody knows Richardson needs to develop. I mean, he's probably the least NFL ready quarterback, and when it comes to an actual quarterback skill set, I I think. The ideal team wants him to sit on the bench behind somebody for a while, and they need somebody right now. But say. you can make the same argument for Levis too. Uh, yeah. he's not yeah. really ready,
1: right? Uh, Bijan Robinson, what's the where's what's the best landing spot for old Bijan? Give me your best landing spot. Yeah, we'll just say it. Give me your best landing spot. he yeah, go Atlanta. You think they move on from Alzheimer? Yes, Scotty.
2: I think I'd go with Philly.
1: What about
3: you over there? I was just gonna say the same thing. Really? I, as much as I say that, I think for him personally, like what a great situation to go into.
1: <laughs> like Yeah.
3: You know, you, you what I think if you look at like what Miles Sanders did, like there's a there's a blueprint for what you need to get done in that offense, and I don't think it's a tons expected of him. I think you just gotta break a few off and hold on to that freaking ball.
1: Yeah, I don't like the Falcons. I'm not saying you're wrong. We'll see we'll find out tomorrow. Um I don't like that for because I just Algiers fine like he's not he's not great. Is he? Great.
3: <laughs> is he? he you don't think you. Do you know
1: anything about that
3: offense? Really though,
1: like that's my thing. See, I don't no, think you know the
3: full capability yeah. of everybody. Like yeah. we talk shit about, or talk shit, but we like make fun of Kyle Pitts. But like, no, we talk shit. But like, no. I th- I don't think I still think <laughs> the jury's out on a lot of those
1: guys. Yeah. I no, I don't, don't. I don't know. think it is. Yeah. See, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I would like the Eagles, and I think currently where their running back room is like Zeke's still a free agent, right? And I think I think that's, depending upon how this draft, Zeke will be a free agent until free the end of the draft because they're going to see, can I get my running back at the spot I want him at? And I'm not saying Bajan and Jen, like there's other running backs that are good running backs that if they land their guy, you know, then Zeke's there, you know, because Zeke's a free agent. So, um, and it's probably better for Zeke too, because, you know, then there might be a couple teams that could bid on him and he could go to the highest bidder. I would, like, I would like the Eagles, I think. I've heard Bills. Bills would be fun, mm-hmm. but I think James Cook, I, I just, the Bills have some other needs that I think they, they need. They have to, a lot of needs. They yeah. They do have a lot
2: of needs. But I would say, you know, obviously you'd rather have Bajan than James Cook, and Bajan has all the same skill set that James Cook has, except better. So I, you know, you'd rather have Bajan in that offense. But like you said, I mean, there are so many other things you got to fix.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I don't see the Bills actually doing yeah. that.
0: I, I think a fun landing spot. <clears throat> excuse me, would be Cincinnati. And I say I, like I say Cincinnati because they know in order to win the AFC, they're going to have to slow down their offense. Let's be honest. They can't play catch up with the Chiefs. They've tried. It does not work for them. I think if they get a guy like Bajan, they slow down their whole offense. They They can control the clock, get the ball out of Mahomes' hands, Feed, feed Bajan. Obviously, that's going to depend on their offensive line, but I think that's an interesting laning spot. I actually I I could change
1: the. I'm going to pull back on the offense. Eagles and I'm going to say the Bengals. Joe Mixon's out beating women, so he's probably not going to be on the so, team. Samaj P. Ryan's gone. They need a running back. So I, I, I like that a lot. Yeah, the
2: Bengals would be good. And also, if you look at it in the long term, you know, they're going to lose T. Higgins at some point. So mm-hmm, being yeah. able to r- sort of transition your offense and be comfortable on the ground, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Well, Joe Burrow's not a. He's not your. He, your movement quarter he's a pocket passer that's what he is so he, he'll dump it off too i like that and J- that's why joe mixon saw a lot of his value especially in ppr formats so i i i'll say bangles for for john as well i really do like that one um do we want to talk about the wide receiver class? I think we covered a lot of it. If you guys want, to, if you guys want to talk about any of it, do you have anything you'd like to add, Yeti?
0: Um, I just want to talk, or I have a question about running backs because I see a lot of concerns about the running backs that are outside of Bijan. Okay. Um, you know, we have guys like Gibbs, we have Ty J. Spears, um, just to name Tank a couple. Tank Tank, right? Like Tank. a lot of That's the, cool the name. cons I've seen with the guys behind Bijan are their size. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of guys that are under five ten, under two hundred pounds. So I want to ask you guys: Do you think? that this is just the way the nfl is going in terms of what running backs
1: look like well as somebody who is is i'm all for it oh (laughs) yes because i think it'll give me an opportunity to to get get in the league uh it's an interesting question i think what we could see i think that goes in hand with kind of the, the shift that i was i was mentioning earlier The return of the fullback maybe maybe this is just gonna come full circle and we'll go back to a pro style (laughs) offense one day but maybe you'll see more of that like a a a kyle use who's kind of like a fullback-esque who kind of does everything like maybe we'll see a little bit more of that and we'll see like these big brute guys that they're not paying a shit ton but it's like every third down they're like all right tubby get in there and and (laughs) press the line it is
2: it is gonna it's got to be cyclical to a degree because as running backs get smaller and faster you have to have defenders who are capable of catching them and so you get smaller and faster defenders and then all of a sudden now it benefits you to have a you know Jerome Bettis type who's just going to run over everybody so it is kind of cyclical but I don't know I I still think when it comes to a running back first of all, your ability to block is pan- paramount yeah. and yeah. also your ability to catch passes out of the backfield. And no matter how big you are and no matter how fast you are, if you can do those two things, well, right. you can be successful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer. I like that. Do you have anything to add on that? No, I, I,
3: I firmly, I think the that is the size thing. That's funny to me that what's uh what's his face. Deuce Vaughn from yeah. Kansas state. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like or... <laughs> I really hope the chiefs take him just cause yeah. like, I mean, he's Kansas, you know, he's a Kansas guy. He's, yeah. You know, he's yeah. very close. It'd be fun. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it is cyclical. Uh, I just it's, we're using big words, guys. I think I, I, I really think it's just going to come. I think you're going to see it. It's like this draft is going to tell you where everybody's heads at. Like, yeah. do they really believe you need running backs anymore? And I think it's or maybe I, it's a down.
1: I mean, could you say that the, it's a down
3: year for running backs? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because I also think college is moving away from how they use yeah. these guys. So mm-hmm. like the valuations kind of off. And then I'm always like, I always like to look like how that affects young kids like even like basketball like AAU stuff but like even now like kids growing up like that would have traditionally played running back like are they tight ends like where did are they moving positions now mm-hmm. because the game's changing like yeah. the game evolves and it just kind of like kind of like ebbs and flows with that and so i'll be interested to see i think that's what i think we'll see i think if Bajan goes like top 15 i think you'll see like okay no we're still good with
1: we're still good with running yeah. backs being do you think there's any other running backs in this class that will go first round. Besides Bijan, no,
0: I don't think any other ones should. Okay, I think it's a free for all after Bijan.
1: Yeah. Okay, and there, there is still some good, like Cabernet Gibbs, Bigsby, or yeah. those are all guys yeah. worth mentioning. And and Gibbs, maybe you think maybe, Gibbs could crack first round? Maybe if I think he's gonna like be, a late first round, yeah, yeah, maybe,
3: but I still think he goes second round. Yeah,
1: there. we'll see. Uh, you mentioned tight ends. Is there any tight ends that you are aware of that you want? They're- to be cognizant of going into this draft. What do you mean? Do I know any of the tight ends? Yeah, like you buddies with him. You getting salami no, sandwiches? No. With no, 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 no. I think uh,
3: Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. Obviously, he's a he's a big body. Mm-hmm. And then I think uh Dalton Kincaid from Utah are two tight ends that I like. Again. I think they could I think they're plug and play type guys, but those are guys that I'm interested to seeing which offenses they line it they, they go into because I think we talked about Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati mm-hmm. could be a
1: very interesting spot for I think these they guys. will. I think that's yeah. another good one. Let me ask you this. As a Chiefs fan, let's say hypothetically Travis Kelsey decides he's gonna retire tonight, so you need a tight end tomorrow. Yeah. Which one of those two would you rather have?
3: Uh like I know the graded out I, I don't know. I like Dalton. Okay. From Utah. I, I think that's I don't know. I why. think he's better than Mayer. I and think, that's my yeah, that's opinion. my guy. But I, I know a
1: lot of people have mayor higher, but I, I think mayor ADP wise is a lot higher as well. Yeah. It's not that I'm not a fan of mayor, but Kincaid is bigger, and mayor looks at, I, like I watched tape on him, and I watched tape on a lot of these tight ends just because I wanted to know what I was getting myself into. I wasn't like it wasn't that I wasn't impressed with mayor because he is good, but like he didn't have that it factor for yeah. me, and, and that's like he ran a lot of sh- in the in the tape that I watched. He was running a lot of shallow routes. He was the separation wasn't incredible, and he didn't show like a lot of speed. He looked kind of slow, yeah. and, and that was in college. And I'm like, okay, man, like you might have great hands, but are you able to move the ball down the field after the catch? That's my biggest concern with Mayor Kincaid. Looked a little bit faster. His routes looked a little bit crisper, and he was running yeah, more yeah. than just like out routes they and moved stuff. Moved around too. Yeah, they not
0: just in line. He was in the slot. Played outside and, wide receiver. Team. Yeah,
1: I I think an
3: interesting also kind of day two pick would be Sam Laporta from Iowa. Yeah. I think would also yeah. be interesting in a lot of offenses. There's I think there's a good amount of depth at tight end, which is not sexy to talk
1: about. So a lot of people are like, no, but if all, you can it's
3: hit- all quarterbacks. But I think on day two, I think you can hit on a really, 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 really impactful tight end. Oh,
1: I think there's a couple in this draft. That, yeah. And like, I think like we just said, the Bengals are one that is going. They're going to take a tight yeah. end. Bengals, we saw
0: the Cowboys, I think are in Cowboys. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hayden Hurst isn't around. The doctor's gone. Yeah. Um those are both great landing spots. And they, they traditionally, like you, you look at both the those Raiders guys. They, yeah, the Raiders with Darren Waller leaving. They use tight ends, right? It wasn't like those guys weren't used mm-hmm. in that offense. So I I, I think we're going to see quite a few tight ends, maybe mid to late second round that are going to yeah, be pretty impactful.
2: Rookie tight ends are tough, though, because tight, tight ends sort of like quarterback where – you have to grow into that position in the NFL because you're not going to be faster than anybody. You know, you're going to be kind of big and lumbering. You're, you're going to have a hard time getting open and just breaking coverages. So you have to be able to read defenses as well as your quarterback does. And so it takes time for that to develop. So you have to almost look at these, these tight ends in college. Okay. It, are you a tight end that's being spread around? Are you in multiple sets? Are you running multiple routes? If you're capable of understanding that at the collegiate level, I think that bodes well for you going into the NFL
1: yeah and like you you said i think a lot more goes into it like we talked about travis kelsey a moment ago he's not fast he's not crazy but what he is is he's really smart and he uses the game he understands the game and i think to be a really impactful tight end that certainly is one of the key components for that because i mean obviously there's a lot of factors involved but you have to land on the right team. You have to have a good quarterback. But even just understanding that, that, like, K- Kelsey's biggest advantage is his separation. That's what he's really good at because he knows where he needs to be to get the ball. Yeah, and he played quarterback in high school. Sure. Yeah. So, I so mean, help. like, he he kind
3: of knows that, too. There's yeah. a little bit of built in. You can tell he knows yeah, defenses. 100%. And they what, talk about that all the
0: time. Oh, like.
2: dude, I could, I could. Do a flute solo on Travis Kelsey all day so I uh, I think play, play it baby play <laughs> it. I think uh, one of the big big best things about Travis Kelsey and one thing that a lot of teams need to look for in a tight his end, eyes his eyes are beautiful yeah. um, but he's a beautiful man he is but what he does really well, in addition to, you know, he reads defenses, he finds a way to get open, but he also reads defenses and puts himself in a position that he draws coverage. And he does that so well to get other guys open. And what that does is allows him to get open In the long term, because he's saying, hey, you know, if you cover me all day long, we're going to move the ball down on the opposite side of the field. So you have to respect that. And that's how he's getting so much attention. And he's getting the ball so often he he does that on a level that no other tight end in NFL history does that. He reads defenses so much better. And so, again, that's just what these NFL teams need to focus on. Are they capable of studying the playbook like a quarterback? Are they able to read the defense like a quarterback?
1: Do you have any uh, parting words for Kyle Pitts? I know he listens and I know you're a huge fan. I love you. See okay. you next season. <laughs> all right. You. Is there anything else that we want to talk about, fellas, before we get the heck out of here? We've been doing this for a while. No, I think it was good. It's no. fun. This fun was fun to get gorilla. together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This was the first time. Will not be the last time, but this was the first time we were all in the same same room to be able to record. So mm. I enjoyed doing this with you, fellas. Have yeah. Fun to the draft. sound of birds. Yeah. Thank you. The draft. Thank you. Yeah. If you're not following us, go do that on Instagram at Leather for all you twitter people out there make sure you're following us cuz we're going to be going live we're going to be interviewing people on the streets we're yeah, probably going to be drunk
2: if you're listening and you're going to the draft hit us up
1: yeah yeah if you guys are if any of you guys are down at the draft hit us up we'll come get a beer with you guys and uh and hang out with the brainiac community so that's it fellas we ready to go yeah but you're who's riding. saying
2: what because we got four of us yeah, here what are we, we need gonna to do? talk about this
1: oh i don't want to be embarrassed i won't say anything you guys do i won't say anything you, you guys, guys can do it. it i always do it
2: i'm not going to say anything
1: you all just want to sit here in the silence yeah, for a while. Yeah, just end it. you hang up.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you tune into our new releases every week on your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and check out LeatherBrains.com for all of your fantasy football needs. And remember, Brainiacs, a championship should be more than a fantasy.